This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. So I got to tell a story. I got to tell the story of why I was not here on Thursday night. I got to tell the story about why I am woefully unprepared here tonight. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago. Canceled Justin and T. We're supposed to have a guest tonight. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, Abby Hoffman was supposed to Goldie. Goldie. Abby Hoffman. God damn it. Goldie Hoffman was supposed to be here. Uh, I Once again, I just woke up. This all started on... I guess it would be... Thir- First of all, Wednesday morning when we did Prime Minister's Questions and C-SPAN... I didn't know what day it was. I was already suffering from from whatever is going on right now. Weed indeed. I'm not high enough. So we're doing C-SPAN that morning. No, no, no. It's, it's, It's that night when I did the Troll Patrol that night. I'm trying to think of what day it is. And then I realized we covered the election the night before. That felt like it was days ago for me. Then on Thursday morning... Curiouser asked me if I wanted to go to the weed store. And I'm like, yes, I want to go to the weed store. Do you want me to stay up and we go to the weed store? That's what I did. I stayed up on Thursday morning. We went to the weed store. So, don't fucking know, Warlord. I don't know. I'm getting to that. So, it's like, to me, to me, it's like late in the day, right? But to her, it's like first thing in the morning. She got up and we went to the, the weed store. I stayed up and we went to the weed store. It's Sunday still, Warlord. You and your UK time. So it's like 11 or noon and we're driving down the road. And uh, I'm like, well, let's stop and get Indian food. And she's like, it's still the morning. I'm like, it's my night time. Let's have Indian food. So we go to the weed store. We get back. We ended up getting barbecue. So by the time that we get back, we have barbecue. I ended up having like a bong with her. It's two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Somebody, good evening. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a nap before the show. And I ended up like, fuck this. I'm not getting up. That's the reason why there was no show on Thursday. Tonight, I'm just like, my, my schedule's off. I stepped in cat vomit right before I sat down. There was cat vomit on my chair. That was one of the things. I woke up at like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And socks just like projectile vomits all over my chair, all over the floor. So I stepped in cat vomit as I'm trying to get ready real fast. Not high enough for this shit. But hey, at least I went to the weed store and I do have pot with which to get high. I don't think I hit the... So nothing going the way it should. We should have had Goldie here talking about um, the skit we watched. Who knows? Might have tried, like, I sent Goldie everything in order to come on. I sent her the link to VOD Ninja. She might be sitting in the room right now going, where the fuck is this dude? That's a possibility. Let me go over there and check and make sure she's not there. 
God, what a horrible broadcaster I am. He is indeed there waiting on me. <laughs> hold on, Goldie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I am just a, a horrible uh, host here. Goldie, you can hear me. I won't be able to hear you until I plug you in over here. I was just telling everybody about like how nothing has been going right for me. So there's our guest screen. I plug our guest cam in. And here in a sec, we should have Goldie. Oh, hey, Goldie. Oh God, the lighting is fucked. Sorry, guys. And let's see. Hold on one second. I believe everybody can hear you except me. Hey, Goldie, what's going on? What's up? Okay, so nothing's going right for you. I mean, to be fair to you, just to everyone watching, you did say in the email clearly to join in the waiting room at a quarter two. I did not do that. Around, so. around. I think I said around. I'm not a stickler for time. Around, but I came at five. That's not around. So I'm going to take that hit, so... Well, per well, I was like, I don't even know if Goldie is here or not. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, there she is. Check it out. That's some good weed. Haven't even smoked it yet. Yeah, but it's your perma stone from what I can tell. So. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's what we'll say. That's what we'll go with. I, I'm a vino person. Um, cheers. Yes, cheers. Box vino. Awesome. Well, I wanted... Okay, so let me tell you the story of how I came across you. Originally, I thought you were some dumb fuck right winger, and I'm totally like, that is not true at all. Oh, she's like, maybe I am. No. Could be. You know, it's all relative. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not relative. That's not a relative thing at all. We'll, we'll um, get into that. So I saw your video and I'm like, ooh, because that's what we do here. We play like dumb fuck right wingers and we make fun of their videos. But then as I, like, as I kind of saw your online presence, I'm like, no, there's more to this. I've, I've been, I've been taken in here. And then we watched the video and like everyone really enjoyed the setup. And I just like, I, it just, it kind of fell flat. For those of you that don't remember, that was the, the Dave Chappelle uh, parody uh, of Chappelle's monologue from SNL and Goldie, you did a great job with green screening it with doing. I, the I gotta say that compliment was the best compliment because it was a bunch of neon green T-shirts taped with masking tape on the wall, and I kept fighting with it. And I was like, "Stop being a fucking ADD perfectionist! Come on, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay." And I'm like, "No, it has to be close." give them a taste of what I, we saw when we turned it on. I need that state, and I just wouldn't let it go. And uh, that's why it's a week late, you know. Well, so. you did a good job of keying Thank everything you. and making it look good. You, you had I think to... it's just, you're just saying that because I look like you. The character, apparently, that I was channeling as your uh, classic MAGA white dude, uh, apparently, according to your live chat, some of your fans, stands, um, said it looks like you. So oh, oh, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was a compliment. 
Because some people might find that guy good looking. So. Ooh. I mean, I wouldn't kick him out of bed. <laughs> there you go. You see? Got one fan. So I, I, I think the, um, the thing that we were off about is like, so you probably didn't hear me when I watched Dave Chappelle's, uh, monologue and was like, wow, that's incredibly anti-Semitic. You probably didn't see me actually break down Dave Chappelle's monologue. I didn't. Why didn't you send me that? Because I was, I would have prepared as, that, you know, every good guest does. That might have been the week before or something that we watched your your skit. I saw that one, but I didn't see you break down. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I I want okay, so I found several things about Chappelle's monologue funny, but my God, did he ever play into tropes that don't need to be played into anymore? Well, you know, you already say tropes. Um, already that word was like some tropes or something. Um, so people don't know what those are so well, just even what a trope is or a stereotype and they're loosely now used interchangeably but they're not but they don't know what is anti-semitic about it that to me was one of the worst i'll let you go but one of the worst comments for me oh no um, i want, I want to get into what, what you were thinking want to talk, so. <laughs> so let's go back to like when when you watched dave Chappelle's monologue what went through your mind firstly um uh, I mean, I, I just right away, I, I heard the tropes. Um, I'm someone, I'm Jewish. Uh, I was first as a child, we'll, we won't go through the whole history, but I was raised Hasidic as a child, uh, just till as a kid in New York and Crown Heights. And then we moved to Montreal. We were just regular Jews now. And, and then I went to Vancouver. Now I'm here in California. So um, I studied a lot of history, both Jewish, not uh, American history. I needed to catch up on shit I wasn't taught. Black history. Um, and I, the, I saw them immediately, but I knew what the audience wasn't necessarily seeing. I thought people were laughing a because of discomfort and B, as I say, celeb worship, it's Chappelle. So it must be funny. I really don't get it, but, um, that's an inner monologue of a lot of people. It's funny because it's Chappelle, greatest comedian. And so we say these things, speaking of tropes and mantras, and it colors you. I mean, it, it colors your opinion because if he was someone else, um, we stripped back his set. He had some, I really, I watched it again, trying to be objective, which is impossible fully, I, I grant. But um, when I was watching it objectively, I'll give him the Kyrie callback. I, I mean, uh, Kanye callback. That was, a, I like a good callback. So he's like, he called back for the chain. Now he's not a millionaire. I mean, he's been demoted. He lost money, shoeless because of the Adidas. That was like, if I analyze, like, that's funny. I, I'm asking, you know, when I watched your takedown um, and no one's talked about this, people have talked to like all the big names and stuff have addressed when the fuck do Jews, um, we can swear, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking um, swear. Yeah. When the fuck do Jews ever blame blacks for all the shit they've been through? So that line was weird. And that's why I added the crickets because he did get silence. And in fact, he says, thank you. One guy who wooed. Who woo just because I don't know Chappelle. <laughs> so, well, he's I like, mean, I want to support you. I don't want you to feel like I don't know. Like whatever's out of his mouth, it's gold, right? And, and people, even people who think, oh, I don't do that. I, I don't celeb. Where I, I, you all, we do. Everyone does. And I said we. Um, Blue tick near their name. It gets more response. Gets more views. It gives an authenticity 
whether subconsciously or consciously. So that's bullshit. Um, and I find a lot on the left, you have more people who would think that. Like, I'm not like that. I'm really, you know, oh, no. we we, we tell people don't don't hero worship around here because we've especially like I've been through it so many times that the people that like I really looked up to turned out to be really shitty people. Never meet your heroes, right? That exactly. line. Exactly. It's so fucking true. Like, I, I'm an actor, I'm a comedian, and I have the worst run-ins. And you're Jewish. Terrible. Now, isn't that ironic? Right. Okay, so let's, but, let's go into some stereotype. Unfortunately, as I like to say, you know, Jews have done well. Um, everyone talks about how well they, they, some people don't know we came to this country really fucking poor. But in really quickly, in terms of upward social mobility, um, Jews have done, and people um, discuss that, not necessarily in anti-Semitic ways, but they've been very successful for a variety of reasons and values. Um, and so they're considered, oh, Jews have money. Well, my parents didn't get that memo. So I, I just want to say, I don't, I have to deal with the the stereotypes of like fucking Jew in Hollywood. But, and, and my beef is, if I'm going to have to deal with that and all the hate that comes with that, at least give me the Jew money. I do not have that. I grew up I grew up a um, single parent home mostly, especially in Montreal, food stamps, welfare. There's a lot of Jews below the poverty line. Of course, you're not going to see them. They're not going to be talked about. Yes, we receive charity. Yes, the community is really big on philanthropy and giving back, both to the community, its own poor, but also outside. Um, so, and that doesn't get enough credit um, and uh, or get recognized. Um, but listen, I mean, I don't know how we're getting here, but if you want to hate Jews, you can do it on any side. I know you call yourself, I guess, a leftist. Um, the left. Why would I hate you? Whoa, that's a big no, reason. No, no, no. Why would I hate you? Well, first of all, no, no, I, would, I would like to point out that, like, the the uh, uh, over concentration, over representation of Jewish people in the media has to do with the fact that they were locked out of a lot of other okay. other and, and, areas oh. of society. So they had and co comedy wasn't seen as this uh, this high level high society thing that it is now no like it just happened like 20 years ago. yeah 50 years ago comedians were seen as the dregs of society so there being a lot also, of jewish comedians we are a humor culture um and that is true and i actually would say funny we talk about with jews and blacks blacks have that too mm -hmm. the black community and there's a lot of discussion if you go into sociology of of humor um it's considered perhaps a survival mechanism for communities that have gone through a lot of shit uh, and trauma and it's how you survive you, you know the rye the dark jokes the depressing shit the self-deprecating you know yes and we and the, the families the crazy so i've always admired the black community for its um prizing of humor and respect of it um but anyway um what I was, I, I was, wait, I just lost my train of thought, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's totally cool, but I, I, I brought it up, uh, I think last week on the stream as oh, well. Oh, no, like, no, I gotta wait, cut in. Okay, do it, it do was, it. It was Hollywood. Um, people do not know, because they don't study history, you know, give a shit. Yes, do you know why Jews predominate in, in Hollywood? Um, because the film industry, quick history lesson, um, that was my major gotta use it when i can um so the film industry was new york which is why they still have film everything was new york what the fuck was california nothing desert edison who ran uh yes the edison ran the film industry one of the heads in new york 
was a huge, virulent anti-Semite, hated the Jews. So they wouldn't hire them. So they went out, these are newish immigrants or whatever, not a lot of them were not wealthy, went out to get cheap land in the fucking desert and build studios there. Um, so they were shut out once again. That's the whole history always of Jews is like, fuck you, we don't want you. And then the Jew goes, keeps trying, please, please, I'm one of you, I'm one of you, I can assimilate. No, no, fuck you, you're not. Um, and finally, you know, the Jew goes, okay, well, while I try to get accepted, I'm also going to just, and I'm going to fight the the racism um, and discrimination. I'm also going to go and build my own because I still want to do this. Um, and and that goes back to the over-representation in banking as well, because like Christians had uh, laws on usury and, and the Jewish people didn't. And that's why Jewish people could lend money. And it was this. Well, we're not. It's in the. Old Testament, well, what you call it, it's the Hebrew scriptures. Old Testament is a Christian-centric way of looking at it because mm -hmm. we don't have a New Testament. By the way, I'm an atheist, but I'm saying for Judaism. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but anyway, um, so technically- Oh, you got a poppy. You got to show the poppy. Okay. We're, in the, we're in the middle of a serious conversation. and, and Yes. By the way, I just need to address that giant wine glass. Um, <laughs> yes. It is a fucking dry. I actually bought that like at a the church thrift store and it like has some winery name and a friend was coming over and I just got them. I'm like, this will be funny. Like, you know, those wine glasses that are almost as big as the bottle. Um, but yeah. Is anyway, it weird that I didn't find it unusually weird. large? Um, possibly. Yes. Um, Cause I even held it up for perspective. Sometimes things look obviously if I hold it in, but it is pretty fucking big. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, I'm non-observant. And also, I was rushing to get everything. <laughs> the fact that we're having a show right now is just a wonder, to be honest with you. Wait, non-observant? What? Non-observant. I didn't notice that that uh, wine glass was oh, comically oh, huge. See, I'm so in religious mode. I'm like, Catholic. Yes, I, do, I am non-observant when it comes to Jewish culture. Right, Man. right, because people will say that I'm Jewish, but I don't observe. Uh, like, and I was like, "You're Jewish? What?" I am, I am not. And you see, you can tell, you can tell right away. But apparently, the people on the Nazi platforms like BitChute and Rumble, they all think I'm Jewish. So I well, get a little, true. and you just keep trying to get in, right? You're like, "Listen, I am not." You know, I know it's my hair. You got to cut the hair. I don't um, mind. Like, I don't find it a. They just call everyone Jewish. That could be it. Uh, I, I, I speak you know like what? a lib turd, so I'm Jewish. It might be a compliment because, um, not because it's good being Jewish, it's always suffer. Um, but I mean, because in this, <laughs> hey, they're very not into um, us dissing the white supremacists, I guess. But anyway, so in those scenes, um, and even any anti-Semitic scene, they often will have what's called a positive stereotype. They're really smart. Clever. They have high IQs, and it's always said with this nefarious, like, secret thing. Oh, they're but even like hunched hump, over and shit. They might be calling you smart, shockingly. So, <laughs> are your are your dogs instead of being good boys, they're proud boys? Um, proud boys. Ooh, one of them is a girl. I mean, I may be sadly misgendering her, um, but too bad. So, uh, we we I've assigned. Their fucking gender by just observing it, basically. Um, good old biology. There's the dick and there was the veg. And whoa, that's, whoa, that's also that's a whole other discussion. Did we? So, 
<laughs> so we've ironed out we've ironed out the the anti-Semitism. We've gotten on the same page here, and then you wanted to come in with some transphobia. What? No, 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 no. Okay, well, on my dogs, you know what? Maybe she does have this issue. Um, they have another issue that I infantilize them. So lots of issues stacking up. But real better quick, to infantilize than infanticide. So. Oh no, no, none of that. Um, definitely uh, just very vanilla in my porn taste. But um, moving back to anti-Semitism. Okay, so real quick, when you were doing the thing down, I, I still want to ask anyone if I'm calling their bluff. Like, what is funny about? I'm going to give you one line. Um, a better punishment. This is when he says this: is Kyrie should be uh, make him watch Schindler's List. And y'all write your own captions. What the fuck does that mean? For being honest, God, I see. Someone explain it because no one wants to touch it because it's Chappelle and all hail to Chappelle. And I'm just being honest. I liked a lot of his stuff early. This is not one of them. I um, should have watched this again because I don't remember that line. Called preparation. Yeah, that's what he said because you thought I was talking about the movie. I made a joke about Birth of a Nation because the Cairo movie was virul opens up with virulent anti-Semitism. So I'm like, you want to play that? Because the whole thing is to flip it. Um, would that be acceptable? Like he twists, he plays with the the words of the actual title of the movie that Kyrie posted. So I did the same. But before that, he said a better punishment. So I said the 12 years of slave line. What the fuck does that even mean? No one's called him out on it. How is, and he just chuckles to himself. And everyone's like, <laughs> I guess I got to laugh because it must be funny. See, I don't. Um, I, I should have watched this again, but I was I was very ill prepared for today. Take my word for it. What is funny about that line? The, okay, like, so the line that really it. struck with stuck with me, and the line that like didn't land with you that I specifically brought up was the uh, he's in Hollywood and looking around, and there's a lot of Jewish people here. Because there's a lot of Jewish people here, it doesn't mean they run everything. A lot of black people in Ferguson, and they don't run everything. And the reason why that was so funny to me is because that is absolutely true. The black population of Ferguson, and we learned this during the hands up, don't shoot, the Mike Brown uh, protest. Was that the, there's been so many, there's been so many shootings. It's hard to remember, yes, but this was back like 2014 in the Ferguson protests. Right. That was one of the things that we learned was that the population of Ferguson was overwhelmingly black but their police force was being like brought in from the suburbs and was overwhelmingly white and the city government was overwhelmingly white. So that's why, so Chappelle saying that, that black yes, people are the- That's a known trope. We control Hollywood and the media and the world and, and, and don't come after me, whoever they are as he enters. But he was- That he was, is the Nazi yes. Yes, it, it plays right into That's that. the trope, yes. But right. did he, he took, he gave but the example- But you control it then. He gave unlike the- unlike Ferguson, unlike Ferguson, break it down, who the blacks don't, what the Jews do is what's left there. But no, he was saying that there being a lot of Jewish people in Hollywood is not an example of them running everything. No, he was being facetious there. That is the joke. Um, I don't doesn't think mean anything, right? Right? Like, come on. Do you? Okay, okay. Are. Like, that's the joke. Do you that, think that Dave Chappelle thinks that Jews really do run everything in Hollywood? Yes, I do. Um, 
I think he holds a lot of actually anti-Semitic uh, tropes and beliefs. And I think some of that, I can't diagnose him. I don't know the guy. Um, I think a lot of it, everyone's like, oh, Chappelle's back, you know, from his huge hiatus. Listen, I have family mental health issues <laughs> myself. Sometimes you have too many breakdowns or you have a giant one. You don't fully come back. I don't think he fully is him, the one that everyone's venerating. Um, and that's fine. We go through phases. We, we age out of things. Um, he's now a member, I believe, of Nation of Islam. That is uh, an anti-Semitic uh, religious group. Um, now, technically, they, I mean, they would call themselves Muslim, but it's an offshoot, not necessarily mainstream Islam. So um, different people, you know, it's like Seventh-day Adventists or Jehovah's. I mean, technically they're Christian, but I don't know if mainstream Christianity agrees. So Nation of Islam is vir virulently, you know, Farrakhan leads them. Um, and I do think that's had influence. And with Kyrie, it's the, the black um, Hebrew Israelites. Mm -hmm. Another yeah. That's more of a Christian Judaic kind of cult. Um, so cults abound, you know, and stars like to join them. Um, they are easy prey for cults. Um, so uh, anyway, I do think that that might have had an influence. These are just me talking out of my ass, theorizing. I do think he thinks a lot of these things. And he agreed with a lot. Of, there's a lot of convergence in and beliefs in these anti-Semitic uh, tropes and stereotypes. And, and even just outright fabrications and lies. But that goes with Oh, that. absolutely. And both groups have. Um, so I tried to sit through the Kyrie movie. Um, kudos. Wow. You tried to watch it. Have you tried? I no. literally, I couldn't. It was a PowerPoint. It's a fucking PowerPoint. Ooh, that I, bad production value. Like it was pain. I couldn't do it. And I, I, I'm like, I guess I've been too many years out of college. I can't sit through this. Can't sit through this. Producer, producer Dave from Echoplex, have you watched it? That's more his thing. He watches uh, conspiracy movies. He anyway, might it turns be... out, Kyrie said he didn't watch it, and I actually believe it, because there's no way he watched it. I challenge anyone watching, please try to watch 20 minutes of it. First of all, the first 20 minutes is a trailer for the director, so you'll first be like, is this the right hacked download copy? <laughs> Um, it might be terms of service. You might not be able to watch it. The, uh, the no, Kyrie... no, I found the link and it is part of it. Cause I've seen a review that is part of the movie. So it is correct. The first 20 minutes is his upcoming projects. And I'm like, fuck, is this another fucking bullshit? Like I got the wrong link. You know, they're like, here it is. And then it's like, damn it. You don't have it yet. In words to Hebrews. Is that what it's, what it's called? Hebrew. Uh, I, I forget. Um, but wake up black America. Yeah. It's, it's, Oh, it's basically, and, and it gives false, complete in the, in the first actual 20 minutes. So after the 20 minute trailer, um, that is part of the movie again, quotes, cause it's mainly a really shoddy PowerPoint. And I know it was made on eight grand, I think, which is low budget, really, really low. I still don't see the eight grand, but anyway, um, <laughs> I, so in the beginning, it's just a bunch of quotes about Jews that are fabrication. Henry Ford, he quotes, um, a known anti-Semite from the Book of Jew. And then it does things like, this is from a reliable so source. I was getting ready to say, Henry Ford was like a Nazi, wasn't he? Right. But, you know, let's give him a quote. And then it proves that it's true. Because I'm putting it in the movie, in the PowerPoint. There's like nothing substantiated. And then after that 20 minutes of Jew bashing and weird non-following, non-secondary, and... Jews in the slave trade, which has become a recent thing. Very untrue, by the way. 
very, very tiny Jews amounts and percentage wise have ever been part of the slavery. We definitely did not run that one. We barely participated in it among Southern Jews. And in fact, Jews were a big part of the civil rights protests. Um, so uh, anyway, um, then after that part of the movie, it starts and it talks, basically its main thesis is that all these tribes around the world are the lost tribes. You know, the 10 tribes of Israel, if you remember your- Well, that, that's a conspiracy theory, isn't it? That black well, people are right, actually the real Jewish people. Oh, right, right. But then we are the fake Jews. So as somebody said, and this is not, I, this is total theft because I don't know who said it, but if I'm the fake Jew, uh, but it was on Twitter, then stop blaming me for killing Jesus. So you can't be both. It can't be both, but, but they still will shit on us. We did everything, but I said you, I thought you said we weren't the real Jews. Like there's no, again, when you're trying to find logic in, in, I, it's not even circular logic. It's worse than that. It's like, it goes like, you I'm can't trying to follow up. ration with people that didn't come to these beliefs rationally. And I don't know. I but don't I know. even asked them to explain it and it doesn't, they can't like, it goes in this, like, I don't know where it's going. That's just me doing how I would describe the logic versus circular logic, which is also frustrating. This is not, this is even worse than circular. It's it just like, suddenly they're like, and then shoe, and then wine. I'm like, what? Wait, 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 what? Like, we're not even speaking sentences. Like suddenly you just lost. Again, I challenge someone, maybe clearly I'm not smart enough for that PowerPoint movie. Um, go ahead, watch it, tell me. But the right main part of the movie, and other archaeologists have looked at this, Jewish and not Jewish, what happened to those 10 lost tribes? Because Jews, technically, the theory is we were Judah, Judea, and some of that's why it's, and, and uh, Jacob line. But we lost through the diaspora and the Romans dispersing the Jews. But we take that name. They've been called different things in history. Hebrews, Israelites, and then Judah, Jew, Jewish. Um, which unfortunately now in today's modern times, you can be Jewish, they mean Judaism, the religion, but also the ethnicity or the, the race. Um, if you want to see, you know, there's no human races, but history makes them in sociology speaking. I mean, blacks aren't a real race, but they suffer racism. I can't, that doesn't work, which everyone does. Oh, you can't because Jews aren't even a race. Oh, good one. Okay, so well, then you just hate Jews. Like, I think of it just... as more of an ethnicity than a a religion. But let me catch everybody up for people that may have came right. in a little late. Atheist fear that that proves already that it's um it's not just a religion. It's an old culture. It predates these terms, so it doesn't fit into your little categories of. But is it a nation? But is it a race? But is it a religion? These are modern terms. We're older. You are. That is correct. That's a great way of looking at it. But this is this is comedian Goldie Hoffman. Yeah, no, you've done a great job. You've you've been far funnier than the than the skit that we watched. That was what I like. I'm gonna say that's on his. I liked your point. I didn't I didn't think you landed the delivery. I was like, where's the funny? I need the funny to come in. I'm gonna agree with you, but except that I felt that about the original. So you're only noting it's not funny because I'm doing an effective job. I'm showing you it's not. It's not funny. That's how I felt. But you couldn't see that it's not funny because you're you're like blinded, maybe you or everyone, by the Chappelle thing. Well, or no, the no, 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 no. 
I I called out what was problematic about it. What's funny about it versus my, like, it's the same. I'm trying to show you it's not funny. Like, what is funny about the original? But the, okay, back to, back to the joke that I was telling you about. Like, the, 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 the Ferguson has an overwhelming black population, but they don't run everything. You flipped that and said, there's a lot of people in Idaho, or there's a lot of white people in Idaho, but they don't run everything. Right. That's not a, I will grant you that that wasn't the best. That's not a good comparison. But white people, the, white made, people run Idaho. That's right, right, right. But the joke he was making is, but that doesn't mean anything, right? I mean, Jews are in Hollywood, but hey, I, I'm not saying anything because I mean, there's a lot of blacks and they don't control everything. So I guess Jews don't, right? But he's saying they do. That's the joke. I guess, like I, yes, I was more. What else is it? I guess I was more charitable. You took it just literally to think that I, the Jews don't run any. It doesn't mean it. You took it like face value. Yeah. That's bullshit. He was saying they do. Like there's a shit ton of. And even just turning on the TV. Imagine hearing. There's a lot of. Here's a lot of blacks. Yeah, I do. I do. I hear it all the time. Yeah, but we don't. We it, yeah, we do. Yeah, oh, oh. It has, right, it's not acceptable. It's it has racist. come to the point to where all Fox News has to say is Chicago. Right, and we call it out. We say it's racist. The difference is we have a double standard with the Jews. We don't give a shit or see anti-Semitism. But I did call it out. <laughs> no, no I, I don't know what you said, but I'm saying the larger people, most people are defending the, the monologue and saying it wasn't. I don't see anything wrong with it i don't see the anti-semitism and that's why i had to flip it you don't see it because it's it's about jews and you don't see anti-semitism and you don't think they suffer it and you think they're a privileged community and it, then it goes through a lot of lists and then you get into the victim olympics and stuff that have nothing to do with the face value of is this anti-semitic well he absolutely reinforced several tropes throughout his monologue and that was the thing that i took issue with and he believes them I, I would, I argue. Um, and even if you didn't believe them, well, am I going to go up and a Jewish comic's going to go start confirming um, black tropes like the ones I was mentioning? So they're different tropes. Um, uh, we don't have the same ones. The ones that Jews have, what's what's the black one? What are some tropes? That they, they're, they're in, they, they fill our prisons, not yeah, because yeah. there's discrimination, but because they're more criminal. Yes. Um, right. These are tropes. So like, that's why my character does that one. Like, but the tropes about Jews, we control things. We have too much money and we got the money. Any money we have is through nefarious means. We are overly evil. We are pitting communities against each other. And I keep doing this because I'm reminded by the, <laughs> the globe. And I, I'm like, that's what we oh, do absolutely. around the world. And I, I forgot to bring my um, space lasers, by the way, for Marjorie Taylor Green. I, I did get some. Um, so um, light show, fun. So do you feel that in dealing with these topics, we we need to couch it like how I mentioned earlier that a lot of these these uh, tropes come from the fact that like Jews were locked out of society, they were locked out of several of the the industries, so they had to go into banking. Right, and how do we deal with this? So the middle, well, it's learning history, but nobody wants to do that. Um, So I don't know. I mean, there's no shortcut to. I mean, I even say even for the internet age. For, for college and university, you're not allowed to use Wikipedia. I think it's pretty good. And I know that you have people fighting the edits, but generally just even going anti-Semitism on Wikipedia is too much reading for people. 
Oh, Wikipedia um, is fantastic. Let me go ahead great. and throw that out yeah, there. I say, honestly, for your self-teaching needs, most of it's okay. Obviously, there is some wars on it. You but there's a reason you can't it. cite it in a college paper, though. That's, I mean, that's, that's different pure, than Wikipedia being accurate. Right, and people are editing. They have fights. Like, if it's a really controversial topic, like, say, Israel-Palestine, you have people editing, like, by the second. Um fighting both sides on on topics that you know because things are murky and some major issues so anyway but for the most part like historical stuff it's pretty good i've seen like i just searched like wikipedia anti-semitism history of anti-semitism and one thing he really attributed to and no one knows about and both of those groups um nation of islam and uh the hebrew israelites to use a lot of tropes from is the protocols of the elders of zion and I had to learn about this. And my and it's a forgery, a tsarist forgery about Jews, literally. And it's it's published to this day. It's making, I mean, making a comeback. It never really went out. Um, Henry Ford used it. Mein Kampf, Hitler referenced it. Um, it's it's really popular right now all over the Middle East. So this is this is before, you know, this is again before Israel, but this is back. And the, you got to look up the protocols of the elders design. You'll see it right there that we control. We have a secret cabal. That's where they're getting this from. And it's a known forgery. They say, we published this. Like we had a meeting. It's like almost like meeting notes. Our book. Like first, the theories of how these things come to be are so fucking stupid. Like, and then they quote you saying, you know, my true nature. I must hide. This is in the Kyrie movie, for instance. Got to call it. Not Kyrie movie, but the one he posted. It's like... They give a quote of a Jew going, we must hide. We hide our parasitic nature because, well, like, yeah, we said that. Like, like this is so fucking, it reminds me of, like, was it Matthew in the New Testament? Because um, I had to learn Christian stuff. This is on my own later. Um, he says, let them, let the, his blood be upon us and our children. And that's where you get generational guilt. This is a primitive form of guilt. That you are responsible for what your ancestors did. First of all, we won't get into who, who killed Jesus, but let's say you want to say the Jews ratted them out, whatever, Judas, great. And I'm responsible. Yeah, because your rabbis at the time said that that was cool. Oh, I thought, oh, like, that's oh. the story. I thought that's they, what I thought that a, they considered that the, that the Jewish people killed Jesus because Pilate said, well, do you want me to execute Barabbas or do you want me to execute Jesus? And the, and the, the people... Uh, cheered for Again, Jesus these, or these whatever. Again, these are scriptures hundreds of years later, but let's let's go with their story. Um, and then he says, the, apparently it's only in one of the Gospels, which I understand in Christian thought produces more debate if it's not in all four, but whatever, where he says, one of the, the head rabbi or whatever, um, says, let this be upon our, our um, uh, his blood be upon us and our children and our children's children. And so they've used that quote for centuries, um, to uh, do um, uh, blood libels, um, burn them to the stake in the Middle Ages, all that, crusades, um, the Spanish Inquisition, the pogroms, Jesus killers. And they say, we're allowed because these, they said in our book, ours, the Christian book, you guys gave us permission to hold you guys guilty. First, like, it's so fucking stupid. Like, who, ancestral guilt, like, I'm not responsible if my own sibling does something. I don't do the time for him. So, um, and but in many parts of the world, that because we evolve as humanity, hopefully, 
that is a part of a justice system that collective guilt that you are you know guilt by association or honor codes so that still is we have some of that in our society where you do get affected by the actions of those around you but it comes from but back then and in some societies you literally will be punished you, you know you might be raped for something your brother did because he stole and this is part of the justice system so um again I, i go back to the matthew thing and let his blood be upon us and it's that idea of ancestral guilt which is so barbaric and not i don't even want to say part of a justice system um and also that's your book and of course you're going to give us that quote and even if we did say it i don't care he's wrong you know like there's so many levels um but anyway I mean, I don't want to get into the validity of mythology at this point in time. Like, that's like... I, who cares at that point? I even say, even if it, like, was. What does that have to do with me? I... Um, but I think that this is a big part of modern anti-Semitism. And I didn't used to think that. And I'm like, come on, it's not... There, you know, the Nazis changed that. You study this in history. Went from religious anti-Semitism, deicide, Jews kill Jesus, God... Um, which never made sense to me because apparently, like, he was supposed to for your sins. Exactly. Um, but, but but let's leave that again. Logic and religion, not great. Um, but let's leave that aside. Um, it went from that you learn this to modern racism. This is not just for Jews. They started at the turn of the late 1800s and mid 1800s, measuring like with calipers and going around the world. Like it was part of anthropology and like measuring IQ and, and jaws and, 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 and that. And then the Nazis took that on, of course, and they had their measurements and it became what's called scientific racism. So for a long time, people thought religious racism is done. Like even the anti-Semitism. And I now very recently believe it's still the basis. I think humans were still our foundations. So they don't know why they hate it, but it stems from this original, original sin, but uh, not the original sin of, of Adam and Eve, but like the Jewish sin of Jesus. I think it's still there. Even by non-religious people, they don't think it is. I think it's a subconscious thing. Again, it's my theory um, that it's this You're raised in a Christian society, even people who are like, but I'm not Christian, but you were raised it and it's baked into the fabric. Um, and it even informs scientific racism and anti-Semitism, which is when the blood, my for the first time in history in the Holocaust, you cannot convert out. I can't say, well, okay, I'm Christian, I'm joining. It's your blood, you got Jewish blood. So I really get annoyed when people say, but it's not even a race. We didn't make it that, you did. That's history. Um, so like you, or when they're like, you know, Semitism, I can't be an anti-Semite because I'm a Semite because it comes from the word of the Semites so the Semitic languages and that would include Arabs and, and then anyone, you know, the Africans who are saying I'm the real Jew, whatever. So what kind of stupid semantic is that? First of all, we, again, we didn't create that term, a non-Jewish German sociologist in the 1800s made that term specifically for the hatred against Jews. So you want to change the term? Great. I would love to. Judeophobia, Jew, Jew hatred, I sometimes will use. But it's like, it doesn't matter what we do. Then they attack the very word so that we can't complain about it. Um, and then you're, you're just left going, I, I guess they just, yeah, they're just attacking our places. But you're right. It's not anti-Semitic. It's not anything. Move around, nothing. Move along, nothing to see here. And so then if you can't even name the thing you're facing and you can't complain, then then you it goes on. And then you're, you're shit on when you do complain. You can't win. Um, see? 
They're canceling. Um, then I say nothing. It just festers. And it like, like a cancer, it's going to metastasize. Um, but then you complain and they're like, see, the Jews always complaining. You can't win. Wow. I hadn't um, even thought about that. Uh, once again, we're speaking with Goldie Hoffman and comedian Goldie Hoffman. She did a skit that we watched on the show the other day. What was the response to that skit? It was a, it was a parody of Dave Chappelle. What did you, the comments seemed lively. So how, how how did people receive your your skit? Oh um, well, other than you know, uh, hey, uh, you know, one guy went down the rabbit hole of like, let's reenact, you know, some murder of you or gas, whatever. Whoa! Stupid, stupid, you know, anti-Semitic things like, oh, her name's Hoffman. What a coincidence! Several people have written stuff like that on the various videos because there's also like clip versions is hoffman um, a common jewish name like i didn't even it's actually one of the germanic ones that um could be both jewish and not jewish um and it's nothing to do with the spelling because that's just when you immigrate how um they would transliterate whether it has two ends or f sometimes people are like that's the jewish one it's not true um it can be either and then i think um in german society there were laws about some names like jews couldn't have especially as time went on mm -hmm. um but that's one of the but even so they're saying oh she's jewish like yeah that's the point like I, I don't know what's the coincidence here i'm missing your thing like yeah i'm pointing out the double standard like jewish the three did you receive people. a lot of anti-semitism in response to it um yeah but like just it's it, they're stupid you know i mean that, that's what it, or they're just saying you know um you know you're just a, you know the jew you're always um what what a, this is exactly what Chappelle and Kyrie are talking about. So they'll bring that one up. Once what I just said is that you can't complain about the racism your community is facing because then you're called out. <laughs> but how dare people have accountability for that um, when it comes to Jews? But if they, the anti-Asian hate, the anti-Black hate, we're all out in there going, don't do it. Don't do it. And then crickets when it's the Jews. And when somebody does speak out about the Jews, like, who cares? Like, fuck them. And um, they're always complaining. So the double standard, again, um, and that's my big thing. Jews are held to different standards completely. And when you're talking about double standards, or another word for that's hypocrisy, that is not justice. That's just, that's not just. So once you're in double standard land, you have to pull back and ask, is this, if I flip it? Um, and we all have to do this, like the walk in someone's shoes thing. And really ask yourself, oh, I do see it. Um, and I have a friend who did say that, um, and he happens to be black and it was one of the best comments I got, but he, he did it as a voice message going, you know, I saw it, he shared it. And I said, I got to tell you, speaking of profiling, I did not think that you would like it. And he goes, you know what? And he shared it on his story as a black actor. Um, and, uh, he's not a comedian, but he's funny. Um, and, and he said, um, that I, I laughed at the Dave Chappelle monologue, but then I saw yours this is little now i'm going to be verbatim and he said and i realized she's 100 percent right no it's not funny it's really not funny. it's and he and i said i really thanked him not because just because he's going on my side obviously that's nice to hear but he said you did a thing that people don't do the cognitive dissonance and wanting and, and admitting that not only are you wrong maybe potentially saw things wrong or didn't see things we're, we're not i'm not accusing anyone we all fall for shit. Mm -hmm. um not a saying, but it's to double down and say, no, it's not true. That's my problem. Like, here is the evidence or go look for it, but they don't want to. And also the celebrity 
but he goes, I loved Chappelle, but I think more and more, you know, he was saying that he's made change, it's becoming harder and harder to defend him for various reasons. Um, and this is, this is tough. Like Chappelle, especially as a black, I can't speak for him as a black individual, black um, comedy uh, figure. I mean, he is, he's, yes, he's beloved by all of the world or America, but especially for the community, he's a hero. So to say that, I said more than just agreeing with me and seeing my point, because even if you didn't, that's on you, but you really engaged with it. You asked yourself, honestly, did I see this wrong? Would I be okay with turning on SNL, national show, millions, billion, you know, millions of people around the world. It's on a regular network and they're going, the Jew, ha ha, ha ha. And even if you dissect, you're like, but this joke is this, the joke is this. Great. What are people seeing? Um, and could I, do, and you have to be honest. No, maybe there's a double standard. Maybe I'm saying something is, is we got to engage with this. Is there a double standard? Um, are they damned if they do damned if they don't? Well, I do, I do so, find that interesting about the idea of, of being shut down because especially Chappelle talks about, you know, his free speech and he should be able to say whatever he wants. And he's part of this tangentially the the uh, the IDW the intellectual dark web where they're all being censored for their ideas and Jordan Peterson is crying because he can't be on Twitter and shit they're all well, I, in- I'm not for censorship otherwise I couldn't do my video we couldn't have this discussion so I do I do have strong ideas about free speech and a liberalism classical liberalism oh uh, this is a conversation because I don't think they're advocating for free speech I think they're advocating to not be criticized Right, they're advocating for my free speech. Mine, me, alone. Yes, yes, yes. Don't you come after me, you know? And that's bullshit. That's dictatorship crap. Like, you know, that that's not ex- is acceptable. I would agree with you that they, again, double standards. Right? Well, I, I especially see it on the right where they're like, you know, follow our page because big tech is trying to censor us and it's, it's a marketing ploy. Fake news, you know, all these libtards yes but i do say it goes on both sides i i I don't think i'm not a centrist i'm not a right or a left winger i'm an issue-based person so you will have to plot my issues give me an issue toss it out abortion i I don't know anything uh, zionism yeah you know like so you we 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 could go into each one and i try to strip it's hard we're all raised in this political spectrum um paradigm in modern worlds for the last, I mean, this hundred year, I don't even know how long, but, and they've decided what's right, left. Remember, these are arbitrary terms, but people get attached to their team. Yes, they get attached. (laughs) It's a horseshoe. No, left and right, they they mean something specific. You can be a right-wing fascist. This is not, this is a- No, you can't, you can't be a left-wing fascist. Fascism is is specifically a right-wing ideology. Well, that's how it's been described. Be a left-wing authoritarian. Right. Great. So we give it a term that maybe sounds better. I don't know if it sounds better, but to me, that's the same. I I would argue, but we've, as you're right, that in our current language, we have labels that go for the right, right for the left. And I'm calling to question those labels. And I want people to strip. It's really hard, but like, don't think, okay, what's the issue that we're talking about? Let's say it's uh, healthcare, national healthcare. Don't think what's the right view and like right wing versus left wing. Just deal with the issue, but people can't. Well, I'm going to tell you the solution to the issue, and the solution to the issue is a left-wing ideology. It's a 
because uh, insurance works the best when everybody's in the pool. So a universal single payer healthcare system is right. the most that efficient. Would be considered a left wing view. But are you going there because that's what the leftist gurus and people you like say, or you've looked at the evidence um, and you're like, well, this is ethically correct. Like for me, that. I would share that. It is also just more about ethics and running a good society. Um, and well, I, don't I mean, I backed it up with that's the most efficient way to run a healthcare system. It wasn't right? And you're getting there. you're getting raped by your insurance companies. So Absolutely. I mean, let's not even. Um, but that is not because see that puts me technically okay for plotting Goldie. That's a left wing. But oh shit, you said this thing. That's great. I don't care. Fuck the spectrum. It's like a board game. Throw the board game. No, it's o- it's it's okay to say like, oh, I subscribe to left wing policies because like right now in our current system, we've gone so far with the with the the free market laissez faire mentality, the Reaganomics, that the prescription for what trickle is down that never trickles down. But yeah, yes. yeah, the prescription for that is left wing policy at this moment. Well, you see, you're getting a. Ta- I don't want to call it that. You could say. It's, but that's what um, it is. More social welfare benefits. Once you start saying, "I'm left wing, right wing," you're going into groupthink mode. It happens to smart people. It happens to others because they start to not want to lose their tribe. Left- and that's I've seen it on both sides. And sometimes I hold the left more responsible because. But left wing philosophy is right about here. collectivism. The left has a higher IQ. I'm willing to say that, and they should know better. Sometimes I feel like. You you fucking slip into this, and you're the you're the side that has the higher education. It should know when you're falling into shit, but you don't. So oh. in a weird way, it's even worse when left wingers go to me, because I, I do think I mean right wingers get upset. But I'm like the left is over the all smarter. Like if you did an IQ test or whatever, a magical IQ test, IQ tests are flawed. But you know what I mean. Absolutely. Um, on the whole, they are the smarter side. So how much more egregious? When they fall into the shit. But you're you're talking about a gr- fall into what shit? You're not really defining Group anything. Think, um, censorship, blasphemy what cens- laws. What censorship? Um, so they do. I mean, we we have that. Uh, I mean, I'll let you lead into your your discussing. I mean, the whole Twitter files thing. That's a whole uh, other other issue. But oh, I'm interested to know what censorship the left participates in. Certain words are verboten. You can't talk about certain shit. People are, they've done studies. Everybody is self-censoring. Nobody can speak their full mind anymore. They feel a pressure that they will. Anymore? Um, or maybe they never did. I don't know. Have you but, ever been able to just say whatever the fuck is on your mind? I mean, we, we live to. I'm about hate. I'm saying they're labeling things. Like you, you, when I was joking about my um, dog's gender, for instance, you can't even discuss this. We can't discuss issues, thorny issues. People get really upset, even just discussing this black Jewish thing. We have to discuss this shit. We are discussing it, Goldie. Right, right, we are. But I mean, many topics are off the table. You cannot go there. Um, and people are censored for saying things. I don't um, think that's true at all. Well, I absolutely. People have been fired. They've been banned off Twitter. And it goes again, both ways. Apparently, For Elon saying Musk things that may not represent the values of their... Because... Very arbitrary. What you're okay, so you're blaming this on some sort of mentality on the left when I'm like, um, no, I think it's it's a capitalist incentive. I think the right doesn't, the left doesn't think it does it. That's my problem with it. 
you're right. It's it's totally on the right. Um, they have, they're such hypocrites. So you can't say anything the truth. Meanwhile, I can't say many. I mean, they censor the fuck the religious nutjobs. That's that party. But then the left thinks it doesn't do that, and they do. They have their version, and they have their gurus that they don't realize they're worshiping, and it's I, a bit like a secular religion. You're, oh, make, you're making a bit of a wrong. hasty generalization here, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to yes. like pin down on what you're what you're saying. Well, I said, for instance, the, uh, that's just a recent topic because that's in the news. Gender and sex, big issue right now that people are not being open about, and they don't feel they can. I don't even feel I can be fully open. I'm being honest. I censor myself, even just on a discussion. Just you're not allowed to even hold the debate about terms, and it keeps changing every day. But you can't touch it. And my problem is, I had a religious childhood. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch TV. I, I wasn't allowed certain books. I wasn't even allowed green eggs and ham because ham is not unkosher. But, and I'm feeling like we're back in that. And I, I'm like, is why doesn't the left or secularists? Forget left, right. See this? Is it because they didn't? You see it so clearly because you were in a cult sect, whatever you want to call it, a cult, cult days. Um, I don't know, but people don't see it. They are engaging in these practices with like morality police. What um, is it you can't say? I want to know what you can't. So please you say can't what discuss, you think you can't. Okay, say. I'm giving you that exact example. For instance, you can't discuss uh, gender and sex. You we do it all the time here. No, no. There's things that are clearly, if you're going to have a real discussion about uh, evidence and science, and um, tr uh, it gets labeled as transphobic. Lots of people who are, in my opinion, are not transphobic are getting labeled as transphobic. What, Certain you're on the JK Rowling train or something? Yeah, that too. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great example. That's from the left. That is from the left. Um, and so they have to own, but they're not owning it. Could it saying. be that what she said was wrong? What like I, I don't play like a he say. <laughs> yeah, once again, it's J.K. Rowling well, what doing science. Because I've read her thing. I don't know what I cannot see the life. Of I don't know. I don't pay attention to the celebrity. I just know tangentially that uh, J.K. Rowling has been canceled. I've paid attention right, to the news, and it's because because of these secular blasphemy laws. But did she say something that was offensive? Why don't you go see? In my opinion. No, it did not. It was not transphobic. And if it is your opinion, let's discuss why and how, just like we just did with the Chappelle thing. Like, why are certain things off the table? But aren't we doing that? Isn't she we, doing that? No, but they, they're trying to cancel it. They cancel people. They've been once they again, once professors. again, like people being mean to her on Twitter is women are held to a, a much worse. That's um, true. Punishment. And that's a known thing, especially in the online world. You know, you can read articles about the dearth of... Oh, that's I, I totally agree with you on that. The, 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 but this, yeah, this like is when a I get issue. attacks, I don't just get attacks, like, from what I said. It's like, fuck you, bitch! I'm gonna rape your fucking ass! And I'm gonna fuck... Like, it gets... Absolutely. Element. I had a... Some guy gave me a drawing... Um, commissioned it, so there's a compliment there, of me sucking Hitler's dick. Um... And that was from years ago. We were, and that was over a debate. I think that descended. It was on Facebook. We were discussing the latest skirmish in Gaza and Israel and Palestine. So, you know, thorny issues, Zionism, and um, fellow comic. Well, fellow. I mean, I had given him a spot on a show, but anyway, um, commissioned it. And I will say, I at least usually when you make a caricature, you kind of exaggerate their ugly features. It's just, I looked very cute. 
I'm just saying. So um, <laughs> it was, and he paid, presumably. He said, I didn't even draw it. I had another artist do it. You commissioned it? Um, but anyway, um, just giving you, and that nothing to do with, like Hitler didn't even come up or like anything. And now we have to get into the, the oh, and I was, and Satan was fucking me from behind. That's the image. I have it saved somewhere um, for Passeri. Um, but I think these so, are other topics besides, you know, cancellation. These this are is just the kind of this is the kind of salation, this is the kind of bullshit that is a female, and if you're Jewish, they're gonna add the layer. You get much more virulent hate, and it's been studied. There are people, there's a male journalist who wrote about this, and he took over a colleague's Twitter while she was on vacation, and he he goes, I've seen my share. I mean, I'm a gay man, but this was next level. That's what he was saying. I and totally is, get that, but I that yeah. is a separate issue from you that's saying that you're not allowed to talk about things. She isn't. That's her crime. She just can't talk her opinion about it. I, I and she wrote. But a you're letter. you're saying it specifically this issue, but like I, my fucking inbox is full of death threats as well. Like it's just no, it's not just this issue. I'm saying what well, we we're talking about people getting canceled or not being allowed to host a debate. No platform. No debate. When I hear no debate, you know how totality But that, I don't think people that? are doing that to you. People do, not to me. This is being said by the left. You'll have speakers canceled. That is anti-free, that is insane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Goldie, Goldie, Goldie. Once again, this is a history thing, okay? Like, take Charlie Kirk and TP USA. This happened at, like, Berkeley just, like, last week. He does I don't this often. But they're always canceling speakers. It's it's just something Whoa. as a practice that I'm not for. So like Turning Points USA goes and Charlie Kirk speaks at these at these campuses and he says purposely incendiary things. This is a tactic that George Lincoln Rockwell, the father of the American Nazi movement, you can go you can Google him and, and, and check it out. So he used to go to college campuses, say purposely Nazi shit, and get students to protest him and then he would use that in order to get more media attention and go see they're trying to shut down my free speech what what you are doing is furthering a nazi tactic that's what charlie kirk and them are doing right now they do cancel speakers students Uh, at a college campus protesting is their free speech right but they get a university to cancel a visiting lecturer or a speech. We're not even talking about like, you know, David Duke or something. I mean, to them, it's oh, okay. Like I, I, I participated in this when I was in college. We got Bill Cosby canceled. We didn't want our because uh, this is right in the in the heart of the Hannibal Buress going viral for this is like 2013 for for you know uh, uh, ragging on for being a rapist. And we got Bill Cosby canceled because we as students do not want our money. They are getting a, a fee. A, a, a group on campus sponsors them. But they're getting money from our tuition to come and speak on campus. We didn't want a Is rapist. Is it your tuition? Huh? Is it your tuition? Yes. So often, it's, sometimes it's a private, even off-campus event. People will... If well, now we're moving the goalposts, Goldie. If they disagree with them, they will get it canceled. That leads you down into that. Now we're moving the goal. You're going to some something completely different. I don't even have an example of. I don't know these off-campus events. They hold. It doesn't matter. People call for the cancellation. I I think that's a totalitarian tactic. Deal with it. Debate the person. I don't think anybody. I don't know who's calling for the cancellation. Other than groups will get 
people cancel? Are you are you denying that if, speakers are, if, are have arranged tours and then they're canceled because protesters who disagree you're, with you're this. saying arranged tours but i just showed you how tpusa is harnessing a nazi tactic in order to get publicity and to get you to say they're trying to cancel them but they okay you can accuse it of being that tactic i don't know about that particular case i'm telling you truthfully as I'm, you self-admitted that people get together who disagree with an invited speaker by so-and-so group or whatever and they no platform then um they do not know i don't know what you mean no platform That's because like the charlie for. speaker the charlie kirk thing speaking at the campus last week that went ahead without a hitch like i don't Okay, are you denying that there are speakers that are canceled? Because that's usually it's because protest gets out of hand, not because like people are like, "Oh, we need to cancel this person." It's yes, because like, They're "Oh, like, this guy's a Nazi and he shouldn't be on our campus." And once again, you're playing into and then everybody's called a Nazi, and then everyone's called transphobic, and then everyone's called the misogynist. And this is where you get into the slippery stuff. Who decides? Who's the great sense? But we just had a whole conversation about how the like you saw anti-Semitism in a, a monologue that was on a major network. And I didn't call for a cancellation. I don't think the people you were accusing of, of calling for cancellation are actually doing that. I think they're voicing well, their free I'll, speech. After we're done here, I'll send you plenty of speakers whose platform is taken away. They're canceled. Um, even just appearance on a TV show was taken away because someone said, or I don't Kevin Hart didn't get to host the Oscars because he said something homophobic. You know, but that's not, I'm talking about academics and, and researchers who might counter a certain opinion that people are already committed to. And to me, it's particularly egregious. Ooh, okay, why might people be committed to an opinion? Could it be that people are committed to a position because they have seen the facts? Sure. And I would argue a lot of them, they have not. They have not engaged with it. In fact, they say, don't even read it. I've read it for you. You and are making a lot, of, uh, a lot of generalizations I don't think you're allowed to make. You're doing a, a logical fallacy. I'm not. That's what happens. They literally tell you. In fact, on the J.K. Rowling thing, they said, don't read it. I've read it for you. And Don't read the, what? I'm the priest, and I'm going to tell you what's in the Bible. Just like, you know, you couldn't read. Wait a minute. And I'm going to tell you, because it's verboten, it's blasphemy, and it goes against our principles right now in left wing, or if it's on the right, right wing politics. I think you are so making up a straw man right now. I'm, I'm going to have to give you examples off the top of my head. I, I don't have, but people have been academic. They cancel their speaking tours. They don't agree with what they're going to say before they've even spoken. But I mean, are we, are we talking about like Douglas Murray, the fucking, the race scientist that you were just referring to earlier? Right. But how do you, have you ever studied um, the philosophy of free speech just in general? And why the people philosophy are that is not a class that we took when I got my philosophy degree. No, but no. did you ever like like look it up and what are some views? I'm just going. What do you think free speech stuff. is? Like, like even what you know, John Stuart Mill and Rousseau have talked about. What do you what think free speech is? Well, I'm saying one of the things that I've grappled with, for instance, with hate speech. You know that, for instance, the um, the uh, ACLU famously even defended back in the day some nazis right they've defended nazis recently right right um aclu is wonderful go give money to them but what is the point of that like when you when you engage with that and you learn about it you're like why 
should I allow? And we can get into hate speeches where it gets murky. But why? What's the benefit of free speech? Because you're supposed to, and I don't know their quote, you, if something is really wrong and racist or wrong, you show the folly of their ways by airing it out. Because guess what? When you ban it, it doesn't go away. It fester, they're going to have those talks in person. You air the fucking laundry out and you attack it and show why it's stupid and why it's wrong. But you can't if you're not going to engage in the discussion. So, and then it just festers in this community. And then we get Proud Boys and everybody goes, oh Golden. my God, how did January 6th happen? Golden. We didn't see this coming. Of course you did. Um, but if you can't discuss, everyone's going off in their silos and discussing shit. Now, I do agree. PPUSA, Charlie Kirk's organization, has millions of dollars being funneled into it by these right-wing organizations. Okay, wait, look, there's this comment. Right-wingers are evil. They don't deserve to have any speech. See, once you label, don't you see that that side could label you that way? Like, how do you think Iran is the way it is now? Um, they have Because of the CIA. Allowed. Yeah, but you, you aren't allowed to do and say certain things because it is deemed un-Islamic. So we have our version. This is deemed But this is this is because the this US is, is, back to coup against their democratically elected president and the pendulum swung towards a, a far right totalitarian government. Well, we can get into a lot of that. A lot of the left wing um has been in bed with Islamofascists for many years. That is just a valid uh thing. What? Um, what? and of course classic dictatorships, they were the first to get purged. Thank you. Being useful idiots, same with women and stuff. Thank you. You thought we were actually going to give you a place in this? And yet we do it over and over again. And no one sees it. Um, so we don't want to call a spade a spade. We have our teams. And our teams say certain things. Wait a minute. I was the one trying to call a spade a spade and call a Nazi a Nazi. And you're like, oh, no, no, no. no. We got to let them go speak. And call him a Nazi. And explain why. And you say that's trying to cancel them. No, if you get a speech canceled by a speaker, and often they're not even, we're not even going to that level of does it incite, is there hate speech? And that's a hard thing philosophically the governments have grappled with. I lived a lot in Canada, they have hate speech and you can't incite. And I agree, it's a hard conundrum. I don't have all the answers. When you start to get high up in that philosophical and social policy, it's really difficult, but some are not. Some are academics, that are just going to speak about certain things you might not like. You might find them a little, a little misogynist, a little sex. So go there, we're gonna, we're gonna, ask your question, and tell him. I think well, it's not really question. Charlie Kirk mean. isn't an academic, and he's being yeah, I'm, you're giving an extreme example. I'm saying I'm giving you the example of of the news stories you are constantly. You say speaker gets canceled at at campus, and okay. it's going to be Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens. It's going to be it's going to okay. be people that are doing it specifically to get that reaction from you. They're so doing it do for it. publicity. So don't do it. Why would you fall into that? Let them. Speak. I don't go there and then not shut it down because you let people speak. That's how you have a totally totalitarian state it's easy to slide into where you become the great censor this is wrong and i have the correct view don't you see how that can but be that is a, you and the students the students protesting at a campus don't have power we live in a capitalist society you bring your speaker people have to be able to engage in thorny issues and if not on university 
letting Charlie Kirk go up and talk about race science is not engaging in a thorny well, issue. What, what is, sorry, I'm reading the thing. I'm going in the business. Um, I, I think when you have, when you decide on mass, um, certain views are just verboten. And I'm not talking about who decided on mass that certain views are verboten. I'm you an I gave you an example. Um, so certain pro-Israel uh, speakers have been canceled. Netanyahu, famously, a head of state, probably um, should was, be. Was was but that's you see, if everyone's canceled and you can't engage with these people, I went to speak. It's, I remember I went to a really great um, and there's a lot of protests, but it went ahead with a, a, a Saudi ambassador. Do you and agree? And got up and said, how dare you? And she spoke about this fire that women, they were the girls in the school were meant to, they were forced to go back into the thing and put on their hijabs. And she held him to that. And that cannot happen if we didn't have him there. And that, to me, I started to see a lot of the theories of free speech. You have to air things out because people are going to believe this shit. If you don't tell them and engage with it, why it comes. But you're not seeing that these people with nefarious uh, ends are okay, being buttressed so by all this right-wing money and are like, that's how Charlie Kirk is able to go and do all these speaking tours. Okay, someone stuff. just mentioned uh, someone's, a professor at Berkeley, uh, no, Professor Buckley being, um, her, her speech was um, canceled and rescinded um, because they are in some... Uh, women's Liberation Front, and I believe that is uh, a group that is uh, very gen what what people call gender critical. Um, so that person was canceled. Um, the speech, but I so don't. You're not hearing other points of views that we go into university, and we're just going to like pat ourselves in the back and keep continuing the views we already. But have. every time I go ready. and find one of these examples, I go and see what like the person actually said, and the universities had to disavow them because it was yes, horrendous. Yes. So go see what it is. So why are they canceled? Because they're you understand a university up. doesn't have to give people a platform, right? But Twitter doesn't have else? to give people a, group, a platform. Yes, but if a group is inviting them and taking care of the fee, but if the group okay, if the group learn. is purposely I, doing I it to troll, the ambassador, but I gained a lot by hearing and watching. We're we're five people that are in a a, a young conservative TPUSA group, and we're going to say we need equal representation to the rest of the campus. So we want some of the student fund to bring Charlie Kirk in. You're not like they, you're, they're not doing it in good faith. In in funds, you can have a debate, but this is people have been canceled. Merely for who they are. Someone in your comments said, in this case, it wasn't anything the person had said. It was that they were on the board of that particular group. Um, so, uh, uh, I, I don't I, know I the specific instance. And that's why I hate it when people use anecdotes. Okay. But when I told you about J.K. Rowling, for instance, you said, well, I don't want to read what she said. So, which one I didn't say it? that, Goldie. You said, I don't want to go into he said, she said. We should. We because I don't know what she said. Right. And I have I no idea. And right That's now, specifically in our conversation, so I can't phobic? use it as evidence because I don't know what she said. And I'm not but educated enough. Transphobic and hated so much. And no one will say what she said. I Nobody would assume. 
Fucking well, I'm gonna have to look it up. And yes. also, like, I still don't understand. We gotta look this shit up and engage with the argument. Is it correct that this person is hateful? Is it? Maybe it is. It's just, it's not my thing. I don't go into celebrities and, a lot and of people, drama. No, but I'm, to your point, I think a lot of people on campus, um, and you particularly had your issues with Cosby. I'm sure you knew, you knew why you were fighting for that. Um, many people get caught up in these movements and their leader, and it's just... We're canceling this Hasty person. generalization. Right. But both. Both sides. We'll no, be like, you just committed a logical fallacy. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Do a both survey. dichotomy. Like, not not both sides. If, they do. If, if they I both. can articulate my point and tell you, and you're like, oh, I agree. In that instance, it's good. No. I'm saying that most people, when they demand cancellation... I'm saying you can't make that statement because you don't know what's in most people's work. heads. And you they are... Well, I'm telling you they didn't. I'm calling their bluff. They have not engaged with the person's work. And even so, they don't... You say is you haven't engaged with their argument. You know, um, I don't think there's much engaging with the argument. Particularly if you're... You're speaking for them when, when like, you... you... Oh, we can't even hear their argument because they've canceled them. Like, this is what I'm talking about. You can't get to show why something is so stupid by going... You're invited to hear both sides. Ma'am, I assure you, you can go and read... And watch Charlie Kirk all fucking day long. Forget about Charlie Kirk. I'm saying, because I, 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 I'm not familiar particularly with that exact example of why um, canc- the, there were uh, cancellation. Or see, here's, here is one, here's an example I am familiar with that Ram Jam threw out. Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. He's not the inventor of mRNA technology. That's another re- like. He yeah, he was, said that he was part... I know about that guy. Like, he said he was part he of... He is a nut job who doesn't deserve a platform because he is an idiot. who decides that? That's what I'm saying. Who's saying... Well, I we're in a capitalist society, so it's whoever owns a platform. It. But then, don't you see how one day there could be a leader who thinks you, you... And your way of life, and we, and that's a slippery slope argument. That is unacceptable. Once you allow the principle of, but we're not, we're not allowing the government. Once again, this is back to what free speech is. Free speech is the government not being able to imprison you for what you say. It's not just that. Society decides. No, that's exactly what it is. That's that's fine. You no no. You decide as a society what the punishment. No no no, no 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 no. Alex you know, Jones day, hasn't been canceled. Off with their head, you know. Like right now, I ma'am ma'am ma'am. You you are you are way off base because what we are talking about in terms of platforms here, you, like Alex Jones has not been canceled. His free speech has not been stifled in any way because he can go and host his own ass on his own website. He has been taken off of YouTube. He has been taken off of YouTube where he doesn't have access to their algorithms, where he doesn't have access to their hosting because they own the service because we live in a capitalist society. And they absolutely can do that. Um, Yes. And he's he's a fucking moron. See, for me, from from a philosophical point of view, why free speech, even dumb free speech, is because who decides... What is too egregious? Who I'm telling that? you who decides. Whoever we live in a capitalist society. So now, once you get out of like the ban from YouTube, ban from Twitter, and everything, Alex Jones gets to go and host his own website. But to me, when he speaks, it should convince you what a fucking moron this thing is. 
So when he's but here, you've got yeah. access to him, you can go and watch him. I would love to him. date him and make him look like a fucking moron. Nobody, nobody canceled him. He still exists. He still hosts his. his, right, his... But it's not. A, but I'm talking the cancellations that are most egregious for me are on university campuses because I really think you have those four years to learn and hear different points of views, and it's really scary. That's where you get into like. Do you have a degree? Soviet style. You said you, you said you studied film. Oh, no, no. I studied history. Um, but I also went into theater and film after, but because, you know, that's the normal trajectory. Um, I was going to go, you know, have a have a, a good normal life and go into law. Those speakers and, coming to college campuses aren't really part of the instruction now, are they? They're kind of a supplemental it's a thing. Part of no, it's not. Don't, don't do that. Like I had, I had like Ron Jeremy debate a preacher. That was one of the speakers that we had. Uh, Bill Cosby that we got canceled and shit. We had Keenan come and speak. Like that's, that's the that's that not a big for a lot of people. That's a big fun part of university. I know it was for me. That like, but that's wow, not part of your instruction. In? Like, when am I gonna be in in a room where, again where I can debate a Saudi ambassador? And he's not going to be held like in, in news where everyone's polite and not going to talk about him forcing girls back. And you got to debate the Saudi ambassador. I don't understand. Right, but I'm saying these are talks that like sort of adjacent to your courses. Although professors themselves have been canceled for their views. So what, well, like fucking Jordan Peterson? Um, Jordan Peterson, I just want to state for the record, um, can't stand the guy. Um, just this is just an aside. Um, I, I find him, I don't know what people are seeing him, is so fucking brilliant. Uh, he talks out of his ass. Um, I think he's like a, a pro incel MRA or but whatever. Um, I can engage with this one thing, but forget about him. It doesn't mean I, if he likes the color blue, I like the color blue still. And when he was talking about a Canadian bill of blasphemy, of, of hate speech, I agreed with him on that bill. Well, you shouldn't. You should go and do your fucking research then. I did. I lived in Canada. Um, you know, for almost half, more than half my life. Um, I did high school onwards there. Um, my mother's Canadian. My father's from, it's the whole story. But any, I'm American and Canadian. And I've lived and grown up in both countries. And, um, and, and that bill passed and is in effect thing. right I've now. I've listened to him and it's, it's suffering, but I've suffered through his stupid talk. I have yet to see more things that I agree with him on. But I'll take the well, You shouldn't agree with him on this bill. But why is it like, oh, this is guy like, like Trump. Fucking shit it. Guess what? I don't know if he does, but let's say he likes lasagna. Oh, I can't like it either. No one's saying that I, you're making these weird arguments. I do see a lot of wholesale. This person, or they're in part of this group, so everything out of their mouth is. Yes, once somebody proves that they are a fucking idiot, why would we listen to them about anything? Because maybe. You want to engage with the issues. Maybe they have influence, and you want to show. But why if somebody wrong is them. repeatedly saying dumb shit, why would why would that be engaging with the issues? Why wouldn't? Because you be- can show why it's dumb shit if you don't attack the debate, the issue. People go away into their silos, believing, "Oh, they've canceled him, and I his stuff must be the truth." No, ma'am. And if you engage, it actually it, it, it causes people view. to go further into their their right, because holes. they will never engage with an opposing view because the debate is canceled. And so I had you is, on my show. I've been I, talking to you for an hour and a half now. You. This is good, but this is not what's done. Um, we do not engage. No, I think you, I think you are off. I think you are painting things with a broad brush and you don't have the, the ability to say the things that you say. 
Okay, you, well, I clearly have the ability to. I mean, you had no, 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 no. <laughs> you you can't speak for these groups and say this is what they're thinking and they're trying to get people canceled. I think that is wrong of you to do that. Okay, when people, I'm talking about generalities, and you're saying you yeah. and others. God I think that's logically cancer. fallacious. You're speaking for a group. I mean, that's how we're talking about groups. When we talk about current events, we say the thing, the Saudis, the Jews, the black. I mean, we're getting into that. So I don't know what you mean by that. Like, who got so-and-so canceled? Obviously, it's groups. I don't know what each of them think. But I also have been on campus like you. And I've engaged with people. And often, it's like, this guy is just a, it's a war criminal and he's evil and he's out. And there's no engaging with why, if you ask why. How could you even ask that? I have never heard someone call somebody a war criminal that they couldn't back it up. And many, uh, listen, these exaggerating, oh, hyperbole is huge. Um, That's just in media. That's what you keep doing. Yes. Um, But people will throw around the, I mean, even the term Nazi is thrown around. It's been watered down. People call people Hitler all the time, which is annoying for a lot of people who actually did survive the shit. By, by Hitler, waters down. But this is this is what we do, especially online. Humans do this. Well, see, um, you trivialized, trivialized me bringing up an actual Nazi tactic that's being employed, and you're like, I no, 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 that's just them trying to stifle their free speech. You're saying that's what that I'm falling for it, and it's not actually happening. And I'm telling you, it is happening. Great. Maybe that was a tactic, and in one case, the person wasn't really being canceled, but they said that to get publicity. I'm going to tell you. Maybe I'm going to tell you that's every case. No, that's, you see, thank you. I'm glad we got to that. That is my argument. I'm going to tell you it's not. But that's that's your position. And I will, after this... But you weren't me. educated on the history. You no. didn't even know it was a Nazi tactic until I brought that up to you. Who Does that make sense to you? it was. They've all used tactics. Publicity tactics. But like that's, that they're literally people. wanting people to say, I'm being canceled. My free speech is being stifled. So you don't believe people So that they can canceled. mainstream these yes. Nazi ideas. I'm sure, and many people can say, I'm being canceled. And everyone's like, who's this person? So you're right. It can be used today. Anything can be used that's being discussed about. It doesn't change the fact that it is happening to people. And you're saying it's all bullshit, and I'm saying Mm. it's not. But it's possible, I'm going to grant you, that it is bullshit in some cases. Oh, it is Um, absolutely bullshit. But it's not all. And that's what I'm saying. And this is sadly... Don't you you think it's weird that all of these people that keep getting canceled are well-financed? Well, everyone's well-financed. That's how the... This, this, that's how I'm not whole, well financed. I love how people say this. Um, well financed. What is what does that mean? I mean, it costs money to bring people. The, the um, organization TPUSA is financed by billionaires. Great. So like the Mercers so and, the, and the Koch Foundation. Big big organizations um, in on the left are, are funded. That's how our government sadly. What organizations on the left are funded? What are you talking about? That's how our system works. There's they don't hand out Soros bucks to us. That's not a thing. That's First a Jewish all, trope. Soros is often used. He's supposed to be the evil Jewish leftist. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. He funds leftist causes, according to. So um, they all need funds. Because sadly, in our government, in our political system, in our democracy, um, we need you need money, not just to run. But the whole um, lobby system is disgusting. If you want any issue done, you have to have a lobby. By the way, another thing on anti-Semitism, the Jewish lo- lobby, the APAC. I'm like, they're not, they didn't create the system. They're not even one of the largest. They're not even the largest and, and richest lobby, but it gets talked about a lot. The lobby system, I agree. Shit. The NRA, that's why they can't pass anything. We'll never have gun control. 
So the lobby system. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Do you think that APAC isn't like influencing, especially like Democratic primaries? Do you think they're the, uh, why do, why do they exist? Oh, I don't think they're the only one. This is, that's how you do politics, sadly. I agree. It shouldn't be the way. I don't think money, um, it should cost to run. I don't think there should be this donation that we should get rid of all of the system. It's never going to happen. It should be like the student council in my, in my utopia world. Here it is. You get 20 bucks. Let the ideas run for it. Sure, a million people will be running. Well, figure it out. Let the debate run. But no, you need money. You need the lobbies then to promote the people. Then now once you get into lobbies, you got into deals. Hey, I got you elected. You better pass my shit. No, um, I was talking so specifically about an organization that does these campus speeches. Like and there's multiple. There's the Young Americans Foundation. There's TPUSA. Are you telling me there's no left wing foundations? What are they? I'm asking you if there's any left wing. You saying what are not, they? I don't know what they are offhand. I don't know what the right wing ones are. Um, I know they exist because that's how the system is. Um, they're on all sides. That's Who's the funding these left wing organizations? For what do you think left wing means? People who agree with their views, just like any other group. Um, and okay. it's, it is unfortunate. We're in a capitalist society. Right wingers are are capitalists. They they're the ones with the money. Who the fuck is funding? Who is going to college campuses and advocating for for socialists? It's a nice thing that a lot of lefties like to tell themselves that they're not capitalists and they're not wealthy. Whoa, ho, ho. first first of all, I call myself so a capitalist. I, I, I follow my that. taxes as a small business owner. Right, but I I don't buy the left and right wing thing. A lot of the left wingers are from very wealthy upper classes. So that has nothing to do with political philosophy. Um, yeah, but Goldie, left and right mean something. Mommy and daddy are paying your millions. So, I mean, I, what kind of a socialist or environmentalist are you? You know, hey, mom, I, like, come on. It's um, about ownership of the means of production. It has another, like, buying goods is is not, like, just because yeah, you advocate socialist uh, principles. Evil means. It's bullshit. People are hypocrites. Um, that doesn't make them a hypocrite. People can call themselves all they want. Oh, they're socialists or this. And then you strip it back and look at their life and they're not so socialist. I'm just saying. Um, so what do you I, think I, socialist I, means? I call bullshit on a lot of that. Okay. I know what's, do you know means. what the word means? Do you? Because it's thrown around a lot. Yes. It Canada's means public ownership of the means of production. It's not. Yes. But that you're talking about Marxism. And going back, which frankly, I think all of that kind of discussion is very much 20th century, 19th century. I don't think a lot of it applies um, to today, but it's touted and it's 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 you still. Again, those the socialist leaders are still very much. You want to talk about neo religion? They're seen as gurus and and almost like the father of this so and so movement. Um, but um, socialism, for instance, Canada Americans always say it's socialist. It's not. No, it's, it's not. Yet. Thank you, but it's often touted as that. No, it um, has a a, a, a much uh, healthier social uh, welfare net. Most most societies, most countries are a mix of things. So you all have, countries are mixed economies. Go, you're not telling us anything, but I don't know that you know what socialism means. Okay, you give me your definition. I know what socialism uh, is. Thank Public you. Public ownership I, of the I, means of production. Yeah, but that that's just one part of it. Um, so we don't have socialism then in anywhere. Socialist policies are also social welfare policies. So well, it's, it's, you got to think about it as a scale. It's, it's also it's, it's, no. It's, it's not just about work. It's about 
um, sharing resources um, as well um, is a big part of socialism. So it's not just that. And that was formed more in the days of means of production during uh, the time of the Industrial Revolution when everyone is in factories. So that's where that terminology comes from. But there was also, um, you know, things like, uh, you know, uh, healthcare benefits, uh, unemployment, uh, child labor laws, any type of regulation. Technically, a lot of them would fall into, into the socialist rubric. Um, and I'm for a lot of those, but I, I wouldn't necessarily call myself a socialist. But I, I like a lot of socialist principles, but I don't ascribe to the, the label. <laughs> We're all over the place here. Yes. Uh, someone just said social welfare is and social. It is part of it. It's part of sharing. No, ma'am. No, 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 no. I want to um, let's, let's. And it's not. I don't think it's a bad thing. I don't know why people think it's an evil word. Um, but because I think people link it to socialism is communism. And they're two different things. Let's, 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 let's get back to the original topic and then we'll wrap it up here. Let's. Uh, yeah. What are what are your thoughts on Kanye? Oh God! Um, <laughs> I, first of all, it is yay. He made a big point of being very upset. You know, how come you don't call me by I change a name? You're still calling me. He went off on Cuomo. He was on his uh, thing saying, you know, I'm yay. I'm Mr. Yay. No more Kanye. So, like, well, okay, that's his name. That's fine. So anyway, um, Kanye West. Yay. yay. Okay. Anyway. Um, yes. Um, what 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 do I think? Uh, he is an anti-Semite, and he's also suffering from extreme uh, mental illness, probably bipolar. But I'm not there. I'm not a psych psychiatrist. Um, but uh, he seems to be having manic states, leading him further and further down his extreme views. But now feeling unbridled to express them. Um, I don't ascribe to the thing of he's crazy. That's why he's saying it. Um, I think that's a real insult to people with mental illness. You know, suddenly get <laughs> mentally ill and be like. And now I hate Jews and I hate blacks and I'm going to go against everything that you said was wrong. It's not really right. Like, sure, maybe, but he's up until then and he even says it. He was holding back. I'm not, I'm sick of it, man. I'm going to say it now. So he even tells us. And unfortunately, in, in Zoomins, we all know shit that we, we say. I mean, I'm, as you can see, I, I can handle, you can yell at me. I like this. I hope you know I, I'm not like mad at you. Like, this is like, we, we can get into it. You can have oh, a no, I'm going to bring you back on for the comedy show sometime. I like, like you. Like, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, we can go into it. and get heated. It's good. It's like, you know, when you're arguing with family, not that you're family, but you know what I mean. Oh, we um, family we now, ma'am. We family. So, yeah, so don't, don't hold back. So I'm with him on that. But, you know, in society, we all do. We have, like, certain things. Like, Ooh, I, I can't say. We have a self-censor. At work, I'm like, I'm not just going to, like, strip. Or maybe you will if that is your work. But you hold yourself back to certain things that you have in different settings. And he's and what mental illness does do, especially with bipolar and stuff, from what I understand, is you do lose that filter. And I'm someone who has barely a filter, so I understand that, but it is it doesn't create your beliefs. So he still is absolutely accountable for this, but yeah, he needs help. Um, and I would more, similar to Trump, um, these people are gonna exist, there's gonna be crazies. You don't, you don't follow them, you don't love them, you don't, bow down to them. You don't put them in the fucking Oval Office. That That's for one. Um, so my beef has always been with the followers more, which is funny because people say the opposite. Bill Maher always says, you can't hate the people. And I said, no, it is the people because he's going to exist. He will exist, him or someone else. 
some tyrant. They will exist, uh, some demagogue. But your job as a citizen or as an individual is to use your fucking head and look for the evidence and don't fall for it. It's easy to get swept up into a movement. A lot of times it's just so you don't realize it happening until you're in too deep. So don't do that. I do put the, the blame. So on Kanye, for instance, anyone who's defending him, like I know he's lost it. Um, so he needs to get help. That's a separate issue. It still is an anti-Semite. But the fact that people defend him on the views and stuff and still like it, that's bullshit. That's on them. I mean, at this point, he's only got Nazis defending him, right? Which is sad because he's their useful idiot. You know what a useful idiot is in politics. You, I think you accused me of being a useful idiot no. earlier. Um, I, I said it in, in Iran, in the Iranian revolution, um, the leftists and secularists who who supported and brought helped bring back the Ayatollah Khomeini for the Islamic revolution were useful idiots. That's a no. I think that's when the term became very popularized. Um, and women. So they were purged. Just like the Soviets, so like you make coalitions because to get what you want, but then once you're in power, you're like, I don't like these fucking people, right? And everyone was going before, why are you in bed with these people? Um, well, that that's exactly why, because you, you know, war makes strange uh, bedfellows. I think there's um, an oversimplification of Iranian. Well, of course history. it is. I'm summing up a giant fucking history um, lesson. It's more than most people have read. <laughs> well, that also gets into like the there's a lot of people that like oh we we blame the left for the right's behavior because it's the left that drives the right to doing all the yeah, bullshit and I think that's that they're stupid. doing. And when you're like you made me do it, you made me do it. The right no says that a lot. You know, no one. Yeah, the, the right is always. I mean, they love it. I mean, the biggest one. That's why we're the fuck you feel. I love when they're like snowflake. My issue with the right. They're the biggest fucking snowflakes. I will absolutely lay that onto the right wing. You know how I, 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 my point is call each side, not I don't even like sides, but there are sides. We know this, we're polarized. Being. Go on the issue. I have my beef with the right. I have my beef with the left. Do I have a home? No. Voting. No, you agonizing. have a home over here with us. No, it's agonizing, you have a home but I over do here it with because us. I'm a woman and I know the history of voting, but I hate it. I Let fucking, it's always which idiot, which asshole is less of an asshole. Leftism but, is collectivism. No, no. Well, you no. have to join with us because no, all we have, no. we don't because have the money. We have collective better. power. Le leftism has their package deal of, of issues. So I meet one and I kind of know what they all think. And that's problematic for me. Um, and they have no go topics. And then I'm too much. I, I do not think there is these no go topics. They do, absolutely. We're not going to go back in circles, but they absolutely have no good. I don't think you proved your point at all. And I, no, I, I, well, we'll all have to come back and bring in some more direct examples that we can dissect because it's so much fun and so comedic and so funny. I just, but, I, uh, if people shut you down because you are just wrong and flat out wrong. That's good. They need to say why. Yes. They should do that. Okay. But I think sometimes we're canceling. We're not having the discussion before we can say they're wrong. Okay. So the Wait. other the other day I did a video about uh, sex and Ooh. Uh, well, it was a rant that I did during the. Somebody said something in the uh, like the, sex, like sexual intercourse, or no, sex no, 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 sex uh, biology, category. biology, yes. Oh, okay. I went to ooh la la. Ooh, I, I mean, like you know, we live in sexual anarchy around here. Oh, I don't have my gra oh. Here's my graphics. Okay. Well, what what's happening? You live in sexual doing? anarchy. Okay. Wh why is the hands up? 
So I did the video and broke down how, you know, sex isn't binary. There are people that have multiple combinations of the XY chromosome. You can have uh, female chromosomes and have male genitalia. It doesn't disprove binary. Yeah, it does. Binary means only two. It's zero, one. It doesn't. If you're going to point to exceptions um, that are... Uh, oh man, like man, man, man! That's bimodal. Now. We're we're talking about bimodal. So there's two different distributions, okay. and then sex traits are distributed on a normal curve. This is just so this I'm not with the left on. By the way, I know where they plot me, even though I don't like to label. Well, left then you're wrong. Right. Um, no, I'm right. Oh um, no, I can prove it because oh, okay. sex traits are distributed. Wait, on wait, normal. are we getting in, in all, into this? All naturally occurring traits are distributed on a normal curve. So, like, the, the small amount of people that we see with these chromosomal abnormalities... I'm an or, alcoholic bigot. No. Incorrect. Uh, Maybe borderline alcoholic. The small amount that we see is what we would expect to see according to the empirical rule. Because most people fall within one standard deviation of the mean. Then you have, like, 96% of your, your data falls within two standard deviations of the mean. So, Sorry, like, this, this, is, this is provable. So like se- sex traits are on a a spectrum. I like this is one hundred percent. You can't disagree with me on this because of like I can show you it's the not, proof. I can show you what biologists and geneticists um, so have said. So this is the if, new, like a new dogmatic way. Well, of this thinking. is not this is not me shutting you down. This is me telling you that this is what the facts are. It's incorrect. That's not how the science says it. That is definitely not. No, that's one hundred percent how the science says it. I can show fact, you the peer-reviewed fact, studies. People are are sick of being used and touted as this because they have other. It doesn't make them not male or female. Um, and so no, most them, intersex people will pick a gender to to live as. Um, no, it's there's it still is. Uh, they have certain disorders that follow with certain gender, and even so, even if I were to grant you that, they're an exception. So it doesn't. This idea of exception is is what proves my point, ma'am. No, it doesn't, because we don't use that in rules. There's humans have evolved. Are we the you only? You don't know one? what you're talking about. Wait, so is it is it a spectrum in all other mammals? Is it just us? Are we special? Yes. Okay. Well, I disagree. Um, that's not how well, I. You're wrong, the then. Um, I'm not, but. You, you are. Show me the science. I can't. <laughs> that's that's so the by point. The way, people saying what I'm saying. The scientists, they have been, a lot of them have been canceled. And they won't get funding. No. Yes. Yes. Um, this is absolutely I mean, I'm sure you can show me some quacks and shit that have. Okay. We know that. Telling you uh, that, like, here is the evidence. Here's the mountains of evidence. And this is why you're wrong. It's not you being. I've religious childhood. I've never heard such sexism in, in, until recent times. Uh, as what is being promoted as what is female and male. This pink and the Barbie and I like to dolls. It's pathetic. It's what are you talking? Once again, this is this is some some um, crazy argument that you're making. I'm like- telling you, no, the whole gender ideology movement that is quoting things like this. There's a lot of quote. There's a lot of just sheer 50 gender roles being touted as evidence. Who's touting uh, and, gender roles? Um, that. Not me. People who are saying this is why they're the opposite gender or they're non-binary, and and you say why? Oh, I've just felt this way, and you can't. Think, and also, this is another topic. Even now, even right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna. This is not allowed. It's an off 
You're it's allowed, allowed but you're like... No, you're not allowed to discuss it. This is already... I'm wanting you to discuss it, but... Right. But in general media and in, and in on universities and stuff, you cannot even have this discussion. They have opinion. this discussion. All the biologists and geneticists have written mountains on it. That's how I know yes, many of what them they have say. Been silence. The ones that say counter to that argument, what you're saying. Okay, you understand, like you, if you are wrong on a topic, and people are, are like, "Hey, dude, you're wrong." You that's wrong. You, you know, you're saying it's wrong because a lot of people are saying it's wrong because they don't want it to be. Uh, they don't want it to be not so. Um, and so I, there's many things I wish were But true. I tried to I explain it to you, and you just completely shut it down. Um, I'm telling... Yes, you can but, look up bimodal distribution. You can look up the empirical rule. And I will send rule. you counters to these arguments. Um, but th there's absolutely... This isn't an argument. We're not special. It is, um, it is so wild to me because... Uh, you think there, there aren't intersex species that exist in nature? Like what? Like you're... What? <laughs> We are a, we are male and female in, in terms of human mammals, and most mammals are. Um, there are some exceptions, but that's how we evolve. Um, it's about you, gamma. You keep and saying exceptions. Very tiny, which disproves you know. You in know, statistics, those are called outliers, and we know right. exactly they the don't number prove of out the rule. They, they don't. Disprove but they do. The rule. No, we never Because all naturally occurring... When I first heard this in statistics, it was like a fucking light bulb going off. All naturally occurring traits like height, eye color, and shit are distributed on a normal curve. Yeah, as someone saying, yeah, people who don't like people who disagree with them, then they call them a bigot. That's... I would agree with that. I'm just reading some of the comments. Um, I do think... Uh, I, I, just I don't think you're a bigot at all. I think you just I like, but I don't know why you're so adamant because about I've not listening science, to what I've. I've read that I stuff. I don't believe you Hunter. have. I have read a lot. Have you read Helen Joyce's stuff? I I don't know who Helen Joyce is. I don't usually look at we the did. authors when I go to Google uh, a scholar and look up papers. Right. And you usually uh, have multiple authors. So if you're listening to somebody that's like yeah. writing a think? book for profit, that's probably not a good uh, source to go to. Uh, wh what do you think? Um, well, as someone. Exactly. Uh, that's the first that. thing I thought. Uh, producer Dave like says that he'll enjoy. Because this is. Producer Dave deals with conspiracy. But you just said you don't read her stuff. So why. Producer why Dave says she's a propagandist. That and that was my first thought. If you're naming one person. No, You're naming you somebody example. that's like Colin written a Wright. book for profit. Um, Whereas, you know, when Colin, I go and look Colin at biologist. when I go look at Google studies, I'm looking at, you know, a study that's been written by H. Wojciechowski, yes. and uh, by the way, B. Uh, and like, you know, there's a whole bunch of authors to a paper. It's not something uh, that one person is publishing right. in a, as, as a book. studies that show that this is not even new. I don't know why. They su this suddenly became a huge thing. Five minutes ago, everybody well, knew the difference between sex and gender. Gender is a social construct. Um, and sex is biological. I, I well, I'm I talking about biological sex. I don't care how people identify, but I don't see it as a real biological truth. Well, I'm talking about biological sex. Right, and I see it as... I've read biological I've sex. Read. And you journals. Take, and I said it specifically. Sex traits are bimodal. Um, yes. Yeah, so they are distributed you're... on a spectrum. Most people 
fall so within one standard many, deviation of the mean. How many we sexes could, are there? In statistics. How many? There's, how many sexes are there? There's two sets of sex traits. There's two how sets many of mean? sex traits. Okay, so it's a binary. In statistics. No, it is not a binary. In statistics, it's bimodal. We keep saying this. You you can say it all you want, but a lot of what you just said is exactly um, what what I said. It is exactly two sets. No, you don't know sets. what you're talking about. <laughs> is there a crossover? Sure, there's always. Yes, that's because it's a spectrum, and because sex traits are distributed on a normal curve. Do you know what a normal curve is in statistics? A very few amounts. It doesn't change the fact. That's exactly that what you would expect to see if it was distributed on a normal curve. X, Y, X. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Empirical rule. Okay. Do, do you so, have it in front of you? No, I don't. Well, I'm not going to Do you have the internet? You Google empirical rule. Because the number is 0.3%. That's what you would expect to see in outliers. That's how we know that sex traits are distributed on a normal curve. That's how I can tell you that 65% of the population has a penis size that falls within uh, one standard deviation of the mean, which is a normal penis size. Again. Be like five to six and a half inches or whatever. Okay, I... I'm just going to say it. I think there's two sexes. There's exceptions. Absolutely to the X, Y, X. Those XY exceptions doesn't, prove it doesn't mean that it's a normal curve. Tiny. It doesn't mean that there isn't two sexes, that, that sex isn't a binary. It's I bimodal. Also, I also don't agree with a lot of the practices being done. I don't agree. Just because you don't surgery. agree doesn't mean that you are correct. I think it's incorrect to um, surgically remove healthy body parts from minors. And that is happening. And it's so unsexual. are you against a, uh, say you've got a, is happening for say you've got a 15 year old girl and she's, yeah. she's like double E's. Do you, do you think she shouldn't have a breast reduction? I don't think those are even remotely the same example. Um, Why is I, it I, not? Because it is, it is. Because one of them is just healthy and one of them she just doesn't want. It's not. But that's, it. you're, you're thinking the other one is just healthy. You know, I it is and not and, and not that it is a a uh, prescribed uh, medical uh, uh, intervention. Um, I'm going to tell you personally, and this is what informs me. When I was a kid, from a young age, and sure, we could say it was due in, to the extreme sexism in the Hasidic world. Absolutely, I wanted to be a boy. I I never thought I was. I do not give a shit out. about your anecdotes. No, and I still. I was very gender non-conforming for a very long time. This group. This I does not disprove stomach, anything that we're. This is you talking does. about your feelings, and yes, the yes, chat absolutely. is telling me to hang up. And on I you. believe a lot of girls who are identifying right now as transgender. You are don't have the ability to say that. You don't I know what is a, in their I heads. I have to say my belief, just like you can say you believe. What I didn't say to believe. Okay, I'm telling you. I believe a lot of them will grow up, and already we're seeing it to regret it and that they're they need mental health do you they know what the regret what to chop off their breasts and make a skin tube dip that's not going to help them and it hasn't been do you know what the regret rate is with it's uh climbing. there's going to be a point where you can't even use that first of all a lot of them were suppressed which is again oh wow 
Um, but the numbers are just going to keep. Okay, so the data I have isn't okay, usable you? because your feelings are. are... No, the, ex the exact rates of, of regret. Do you know what they are? Because they're going to rise. But what what is acceptable to you? Because this is irreparable. Uh, right now, the regret surgery. rate for transitioning is less than that of knee surgery. You're using quotes. Uh, some people have said it could be as much as 8%, 4%. That's sufficient to you? That's a lot well, of Fucking like, knee surgery is like 16%. And it's unacceptable to do this to a minor who is going through stuff. When, when you say, say minor, when stuff. you say or minor, we don't say, yeah, you're right. You are you, too fat. You when you say yourself. minor, you're saying minor specifically to uh, evoke the Please idea pencil. of a small child. Pencil, pencil. Like Please. there's nobody having bottom surgery. Like in a, a rare case, it might happen to a 17 year old. Like Because we have like an example of Keffel's. And, and the puberty blockers are very Puberty damaging. blockers are used uh, uh, for, for several... Uh, Lupron. It's a very... We now know it's causing a lot of damage, causing osteoporosis, brain development issues. We didn't even study it. We don't know the long-term effects. Bam, bam, puberty blockers have been used for years for other conditions. No. Yes. And it was always... And they, we don't have the studies that they are doing now. And now people are studying them and we're seeing the effects. And it is absolutely incorrect that they're fully reversible. Abs and we were lied to. But that's not new. Big Pharma's lied about opiates. It's I don't know why they're suddenly trusted on this issue. But we can't I don't see how you are so discerning when it comes to, to seeing anti-Semitism just creeping into places. I'm reading the And you, you can't see how you're point. furthering a right-wing talking point. Also, why is it right-wing talking point when i can show you the evidence that also ma'am i do i do this is the this is the last thing i'm going to follow up with you uh it, in berlin in the 20s that was the safest place to be a trans person in the great that I was the first that. group of people that they came for and right now there is currently a genocide of trans people going on in this country. There absolutely is. is. I have covered it on this show. The Armenian genocide, Holocaust. There's no genocide. There's there no is. deliberate systemic uh, government attack. And I am telling you that's the warning sign of fascists that will come for you. You even mentioned it earlier. Okay, no, I don't the see The first people the Nazis came for. I think you're wrong to connect it to that. I don't think it's an exact... This. You know who else the Nazis came for? The socialists. Yes, and they did. It doesn't make this wrong. Um, I don't think that's what they're doing. So with, it's worrying to me people. to hear you Just use... You're asserting that's what they're doing. So many talking points. Where's of, the evidence of the genocide? I can show you the evidence of Armenian genocide. You you are welcome well, to go and talk to uh, Polly. Polly people on Twitch would, would be a great resource. Because I don't personally... like. I will speak on trans issues. About, getting... Why is what I'm saying about puberty blockers really bothering you? Wouldn't you want to know that they're harming trans kids if they are? I have seen no evidence that they are harming trans kids. They absolutely. Have you seen evidence that they help? That they're yes. not harmful? Yes. Okay, I will send you. You can send me. I'll send you scientific journal, scientific studies. We're not talking about books or authors who've spoken, as I've mentioned. I'll I would love to see it. actually an important... You know, and I would love to read what you've got, because if I, I will stand corrected if I'm, I'm presenting. Well, you've got a lot of shit to stand corrected about. And I feel the same about you. So game on. <laughs> <laughs> Goldie, please tell everybody where they can find you.
Okay, they don't want to. They said yeet. Oh, there's I, a, I, you made some fans in here. Um, I, I'm off with their head. You made no. some fans. It's fine. It's fine. Most of my, even if they, they hate me, uh, as long as, um, you can still hate me. If you didn't you notice, I've got plenty of hate followers here. But you can't. They're allowed to have their opinion. I grant you. Um, I, I, there's many things of me to hate. Um, and, and I can list them, but we probably have different ones. But anyway, um, you can find me on Instagram. I really, as you know, you can um, debate me, call me out on shit. Um, I don't mean like, fuck you, you should die or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, that's not really to me a debate, but I, I call respectful debate. You can still swear like this is fucking bullshit because blah, blah, blah. So I don't mean it has to be polite. Like, let's talk like normal humans do like this. Um, but engage with the subject, even if it gets heated. But not like, I want you fucking dead and you should be, you know, raped and fucking this. And I can't engage with that, you know. Um, but anyway, um, so, yeah, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Goldie Hoffman uh, Comedian, um, because I think I had Goldie Hoffman and then forgot the password and I can't get it back. Um, <laughs> no. I'm hoping uh, Elon gives me my original Twitter back. Fuck Elon. I don't understand the gurification of him. That's a right wing thing that I can't stand. I don't understand what they're seeing. See, we got plenty of shit we can agree on. Oh, no, we have part. That's why I told you I'm all over the map. But they made sense to me. I would deal with each issue. He's a fucking narcissist. And he's a liar, by the way, for free speech. He's been blocking people that say bad shit like it on him. Uh, just like a fucking dictator does. Like, I'm good with free speech. I can't handle it for myself. Exactly. You have to allow your enemies free speech if you're for free speech. Anyway, so he's a fucking liar. So I'm, I'm with uh, the left on that one. <laughs> so um, anyway. Uh, yes, Wait, so us. Uh, Yay. Hoffman Instagram. Just and YouTube. Hopefully I'll be making more shit that's going to enrage you guys. Or love. Hopefully. I don't think I don't think we were enraged at all. And like we were intrigued Good. enough to bring you on. Well, you, yeah, and I appreciate that because I think that's pretty cool. At first, you thought, "Oh, I don't," and even now, you're like, "I don't agree with," you know. Well, even when I thought like, I wouldn't agree with you, I was still like, "I'm going to play this on my show." <laughs> yes, and that's good. That's in true engagement and debate. But a lot of people don't want that. They're like, it shouldn't. It shouldn't even be platform. So, but you're not one of them. That's good. Uh, for my book, I'm saying it's good. Some people might say it's not good. But you shouldn't have had me on. Uh, so no, I, again, th I think everybody was entertained by this. Um, anyway, and then I also just do like stand up now and again. I have a show coming up, but uh, but it's in San Diego. So oh, you, you, I've website. got followers all over the world. Um, I gotta, I gotta like update my website, but for now, um, uh, I took a huge social media break, so I need to get my Instagram back up. Turns out Instagram fans uh, ditch you when you go AWOL for a few months. Um, so. So I think that's much. all platforms you get this the shadow loyalty! How dare they? Off with their heads. Okay. What, what so, was your uh, YouTube channel? And uh, you and uh, YouTube. Um, does it have me here? I don't know. I think it's just Goldie Hoffman. Fuck this. So, Go check um, out Goldie. Yeah, I'll, I'll write it in the comments. I'm wearing some yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> RB says as soon as he gets some teeth, he's gonna go to hang out with you. Some teeth? Yeah, you need some teeth first. Oh, that's interesting really <laughs> see see everybody everybody liked you it was it oh, wait, wasn't a bus but why why do they why does he need teeth i'm intrigued. oh he's probably just old he's, oh, a okay. he's a baby boomer okay well you don't need your teeth okay come as you are there you go no teeth now show me them gums <laughs> goldie thank you so much 
Have a great okay, night. Thank you and, for the lively debate, and I will send you shit. You might you might need to get cut off on the wine. It's one glass, and I barely. It's a gigantic glass. I know, but I barely like sipped it because I do. I am small, so it's true. <laughs> Have a great night. It was so fun to talk to you. Ooh, well. That was actually pretty good for me since uh, I was very ill-prepared. I, um... Yeah, so I just woke up 10 minutes before the show started, and then that happened, and that was a lively discussion. I do have some news! We need to take a commercial break on the Twitch. Let me go refill my drink. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about new shit. Though I don't have a full list. We're going to talk about a few things. We're going to find out what Victor Bout said to Brittany Griner during their prisoner swap exchange. I've noticed, I've noticed he's become a meme now. We're going to find out what life was like inside the Russian penal colony where... Brittany Griner was held. Uh, John Bolton said that Trump actually turned down the opportunity to uh, do the swap with Paul Whelan for Victor Bout. Said Trump didn't give a shit. Arizona Democrats are bashing Kirsten Cinema. Fox says the left is melting down over Cinema, leaving the Democratic Party. We're going to hear from Dan Bongino who says things are going to get ugly fast. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what the topic is. I'm just like, ooh, let's hear what Bongino has. It's probably just, it's five minutes long. It's probably just going to be him being like, you need to buy gold. Go to my website and buy gold because things are going to get ugly fast. I bet I called it. There was a woman, the, the House voted to, uh, this was the night I took off on Thursday, we, we voted to codify uh, uh, gay marriage and uh, interracial marriage on Thursday. Uh, a Republican lawmaker got a little teary-eyed on the floor of the House. Her nephew is apparently gay and had a few choice words to say about her. We're going to watch the video of her crying on the house floor and we're going to hear him eviscerate her. Texas judge has thrown out the very first lawsuit filed under Texas's new abortion ban. We're going to hear about a Mormon cult leader who apparently fucked some underage girls and made the dads watch. New information on the catfish cop from Virginia that drove to the other side of the country, killed a young girl's family. Apparently, he used his service weapon on himself. I thought he was killed in a firefight with the cops. A wrongfully convicted Georgia man has now been freed. Plus, I'm going to show you a dog playing with a balloon. Sassy, you just now come back. It's been a wild one. Also, I need to say hey to everybody. Ram Jam, Tones, Lord Locke. Was Cinema ever really in the Democratic Party? Lenny, Mox, 
clinically love you guys so much been a fun night simp rb cyanide dj dub professor q mad 23 poto bogus pyrotech love you guys so much thank you for being here battle opossum Jamie, I might not get everybody. I might not get everybody in here. But I love all of you. I'm trying to... Uh, Anarcho. Good evening. I love the other on Wednesday. When we did... Uh, uh, Prime Minister's Questions. And we did C-SPAN call-ins. I kept telling everybody, good evening. Curiouser. Roland. Love all of you, core. So glad to have everybody here. When we come back, we're going to find out what that news be doing on the other side of the break. Tadpole! I'm tired. Here's your meme. Here's a meme of the day. That ain't right. <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't check my shit before we started. That ain't right either. There we go. There's a meme. Looky here, commie. Start dressing like a boy for I jizz my britches. I think I saw that prayer clip. I don't know if I saw it on Majority Report on Friday or if I saw like TYT play that. I think I might have had it on in the background as I was doing something. I stepped in cat vomit again. Thanks, cats. Who apologized for what? Did my cat apologize for vomiting on the floor? No. No. You think Socks is going to apologize for that shit? No. He's over here acting like a Kevin right now. Come here, Socks. ran from me ran to the other side of the house oh yeah he did say something like Marvel movies or some shit like that he made some woke comment yeah I don't remember I don't keep up like that's another thing like I can't argue about JK Rowling because I got no fucking clue what she said all I know is I've seen people say she was transphobic. Also, apparently she's very anti-Semitic. Man, I should have got into that, shouldn't I have? Because weren't like the goblins like based on Jewish people or some shit? Goldie might not have uh, might not agreed so much with J.K. Rowling on that one. Oof. <sighs> 
And now I'm gonna and now I'm gonna have to actually sit down and and go find research papers and shit just to prove a point. And I will. I will. Oh, why'd I switch back from Cowboy Man? Sam Elliott over here. I ain't high enough for this shit. I should have I should have packed the I have I have THCO infused CBD over here. It'll put a walloping on you. I should have used that. She's still making new ones? I wouldn't. Be like, I'm done with this shit. I'm just gonna go up here. I man, if I may if I made just a, like a million dollars, my ass just be sitting at home. <laughs> I would never go outside. Well, I mean, I'd go do shit, I guess. I'd go to like a concert every now and again. I'd just be sitting at home playing video games all the time. How would you define transfer? Need a precising definition. God, this is going back to the freak show on Friday night where we kept talking about the meaning of words. And yeah, uh, somebody said we were doing epistemology. We were kind of doing more linguistics. Maybe tiptoeing into epistemology. I mean, phobic means the, the fear of. Uh, transphobic is having or showing a dislike of or a strong prejudice against transgender people. So I would say, um, you know, like I didn't think that, uh, what Chappelle was saying ventured into full on blatant anti-Semitism. I felt like he furthered several anti-Semitic tropes, but I guess I was more charitable with Chappelle's uh, with Chappelle's um, monologue than Goldie was. So I'm sure you would be you would say that you know uh, Chappelle had showed a strong prejudice against uh, Jewish people in his monologue without being overt about it. So one can show strong prejudice against transgender people without being overt about it. Yeah, Locke, I'm with you on that. I, well, I mean, I called out... Because when I broke down Chappelle's monologue, I was like, ooh, he said some some problematic things that really play into these anti-Semitic tropes. But do I think... It was like Goldie and I had that disagreement. I don't think that Chappelle thinks that the Jews really run Hollywood. But maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe he does. And Gwyneth Paltrow cheers him on from the crowd. <laughs> you want to see Seth Rollins curb stomp me? I, 
I don't think it has to do with a sect. And it's like, once again, to point out, like, how Jewish people came to be in Hollywood is because they were excluded from several other, uh, many of the other professions. And that, you know, acting and comedy and everything wasn't seen as, as some uh, virtuous living. And comedians were often portrayed as the dregs of society. They, they are overrepresented in banking because uh, the Catholic Church forbid uh, Christians to loan money for the longest time. And there, and there wasn't that embargo on the Jewish people. So that's how they came to be overrepresented in banking. We, we did touch on Kyrie and the black Hebrew Israelites. But like Chappelle was just talking like in general Hollywood and shit, right? I don't know. And also, like, I didn't go back and watch the monologue, nor her her piece. And my stoner ass doesn't remember things very well. So I, di- I didn't really, I wasn't really able to dissect the piece. My plan was to actually watch it with her on the stream, but I didn't set it up to where I could have a guest watch along because I woke up like five minutes before the show started. F-bombs uh, didn't like a joke I cracked uh, about him on Twitter. Got kind of sensitive. <laughs> and uh, until he brought it up in that conversation, I didn't even know he was Jewish. <laughs> oh, God. But he just made some comment about like, oh, maybe me as a white person shouldn't talk about this and this. And like, oh, yes, white people should talk about uh, uh, topics that have historically had people. I don't even remember how I say it, said it. I was just ragging on him, but he, he, he got he got kind of mad, I think. <laughs> I just make jokey jokes. I didn't even know the, the conversation and the context and everything. I just make jokey jokes. I did not, Lord. I don't watch other people that, that do the same thing as me. However, if you if, if it's a shit show of a panel, send that to me. Send that to me on Discord or something. I like watching shit shows. I I definitely like watching shit shows. Apparently there was some kind of drama going on. Uh, with some panel and I saw it tangentially like from the outside and I was like I'd like to go watch that not gonna stick my nose in there even the old I didn't didn't Goldie uh, run that down for you like the Old Testament is the Jewish Bible and they don't call it the Torah Anyway, I just, I don't believe there's been any, any professors out here getting canceled for saying reasonable shit. 
The university yeeted somebody. I assume they did it for a good reason. Jordan Peterson. Let's go to Russia, where apparently uh, old Vlad has spoken out following a, a missile launch. Ukrainian officials say Russian strikes have killed at least 10 people in the eastern Donetsk region. President Vladimir Zelensky said that this was the deadliest single attack on civilians in weeks. Ukrainian leaders say this is all part of Moscow's scaled-back attempt to secure the land it had tried to annex. Russian President Vladimir Putin also vowed to continue attacking Ukraine's energy infrastructure, saying he is preparing for a long, protracted conflict. Joining us now from Kyiv is CBS News foreign correspondent Imtiaz Tayab. Imtiaz, good to see you. So in public comments this week, President Putin defended Russia's attacks on Ukraine's energy infrastructure, saying it was retaliation for Ukrainian attacks. So is Putin... Oh, guys, look what I got. ...devastating attacks? Tanya, Lana, good to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, what a strange scene. There you have Vladimir Putin in this sort of gold-glinting room, clutching a glass of champagne. Uh, And he's speaking in a way that we rarely hear Vladimir Putin speaking, essentially. The saga of Vlad and Vlad. ...for targeting Ukraine's energy grid. And going far as saying that the reason Russia's been targeting Ukraine's energy grid is because of Ukraine, in his view, uh, targeting uh, sites in Russia. Russia. He says that Ukraine was responsible for, I quote, blowing up the... Uh, was this on purpose? Because uh, we've had so many uh, stories about him being in poor health, so he's going to come out and he's like, champagne makes it look like he's on top of the world and shit. Hey, I can stand on my own. Curse Bridge uh, for targeting the power lines for the Curse Power Station. And he said there was, quote, The way he's holding his other hand kind of makes me think uh, there's a cane there. Really, what makes it so strange is that there you have the Russian president essentially admitting to war crimes. Targeting civilian infrastructure is a war crime under international law. And there we have Vladimir Putin saying that he will continue to do it. And that is something that Ukraine has. He's also saying what you're going to do about it. MTS, I want to talk to you about Zaporizhia, but even before that, uh, let's discuss that image of Putin. As you said, it, it seemed jarring to see him surrounded by gold and that lavishness, holding sort of casually that champagne. Who was he targeting? What was he trying to, to send as a message? And who was his audience in this? Well, not us, that's for sure. Certainly not the U.S., not the world. Uh, Vladimir Putin only has one audience, and that is Vladimir Putin. Uh, The reality that he creates uh, is the reality that his country has to accept, whether they like it or not. That is how uh, the Kremlin operates. That is how the country that Vladimir Putin essentially rules over operates. Uh, And it is a strange thing for him to see. You know, we remember up until the start of the war, Vladimir Putin would meet with people at a table, sort of, you know, really long table as long as you know a state banquet room and yet now you have him in a room meeting with people drinking champagne and saying that he's going to continue attacking ukraine so yeah some some strange things coming out of moscow that's for sure and real quick mts because i already mentioned it what's the update the latest on aparisia are there russian um uh yeah throw it in the troll chat now installed there 
Yeah, again, a very concerning report coming from here in Ukraine. We have not been able to independently verify it, but if that is indeed true, it certainly is very alarming. Throughout this conflict, we have to remember that Russia occupied this nuclear power plant very early on into this war, have been there ever since, uh, and there has been a lot of fighting around it. Yeah. Russia, of course, blaming Ukraine, Ukraine blaming Russia, but there are six nuclear reactors there. They have all been powered down, but that doesn't mean that this could not result in some sort of of nuclear reaction occurring and that of course is something many many people around the world are very afraid of absolutely Lana, wow. mts thank you thanks so much mts i am tired of hearing about that nuclear power plant i mean i know it's an issue but god damn i mean i don't know what to do about it like fucking somebody should do something but what i don't fucking know I do want to find out uh, what Victor Bout reportedly said to Brittany Griner the moment they were exchanged in a prisoner swap. Victor Bout, the convicted arms dealer the U.S. swapped with Russia for where WNBA star and gold medalist Brittany Griner revealed what he said to her while exchanging them on the airport tarmac in Abu Dhabi. I wished her luck. Even sort of reached out her hand to me, Bout told the Russian state broadcaster RT in his first interview. Again, it's our tradition. You should wish everyone good fortune and happiness, he said, adding that he believed Griner was positively inclined towards him. Video published this week showed the moment in which the pair were swapped on the tarmac. Do we have that video? No draft picks or cash in the deal. I was wondering that too, if she had shaved her dreads off. What a weird exchange. I mean, I don't know what a prisoner swap is supposed to look like, but that <clears throat> wasn't exactly what I was expecting. Seems like a nice guy. Wished you good fortune. <laughs> Let's find out what life was like inside the penal colony, a Russian fucking penal colony. Social media for the first time since being reunited with her wife, Brittany Griner. She shared this post to Instagram, thanking everyone involved in getting Brittany home safe, including a wide range of journalists, activists, and politicians. After 294 grueling days, 10 months, the Griners were reunited last night in Texas. ABC's M. Wynn has the story. Brittany Griner returned. I saw a lot of people sharing out memes. It was like Brittany Griner tonight had like pizza and a fucking vape pen and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, good on her. Go get high as fuck.
returned to the U.S. on Friday after being detained in Russia for a harrowing 10 months. Uh, U.S. officials who met her on the ground said she was in very good spirits, appears to be in good health. The 32-year-old WNBA star reunited privately with her wife, Sherelle, and is now receiving medical care at an Army Medical Center in Texas. The process called reintegration helps Americans detained overseas transition to being back home. It includes physical checkups and access to psychologists. The U.S. military has quite a bit of experience with bringing people back, hostages back, people from war zones that have been rescued. And so she's going to get top flight care. Friends, family and colleagues overjoyed at Griner's homecoming. We're just so happy to have her back. We really want to lean on her family's wishes and make sure she's getting the support she needs and, and welcoming her back to our community. Everyone's on cloud nine. We're extremely excited and now, you know, just worried about her well-being. Images from Russian state TV show her life in prison, spending her days carrying fabric because she was too tall to sit at the sewing tables where other prisoners worked. Her bed, too small for a six foot nine inch frame. Reiner was detained in February for traveling with hashish oil, a substance banned in Russia, sentenced to nine years. Her release. And let me let me point out a lot of right wingers have said, oh, she knew what she was doing. Like she knew they were harsh on these sentences. The State Department says that this was almost certainly a setup. And any of any of these fuckers that would take Russia's side, because that was I said that. I said that to somebody, and he was like, oh, like I believe the US State Department. Oh, you believe Russia? You believe Russia wouldn't plant evidence on somebody to detain them? Come the fuck on. He's part of a prisoner swap for Victor Boot, a notorious arms dealer imprisoned in the U.S. for about 50 years. It's a hell of a mustache. Not part of the exchange, former Marine Paul Whelan imprisoned in Russia since 2018 on espionage charges that the U.S. says are a sham. U.S. officials say they are still actively working towards Whelan's release, and Russian President Vladimir Putin saying the door is still open for prisoner swaps. Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more. What up, Mark Brown? Content by clicking. <laughs> I feel like we've watched uh, a piece by Mark. Brown. Brown before, or that had Mark Brown on the end of it. Coming in and being like, I'm Mark Brown. I'm Mark Brown. Feel like I've done that bit. So, Trump turned down a victor bout for Paul Whelan prisoner swap, according to John Bolton. President Donald Trump shot down Russian attempts to trade former Marine Paul Whelan for Merchant of Death. They make him sound so cool. Merchant of Death, arms dealer Victor Bout, former National Security Advisor John Bolton, said on Thursday as Trump ripped his successor for agreeing to send Bout home in exchange for the return of WNBA star Brittany Griner and multiple-time gold medalist. Bolton recalled in an interview with CBS that he was in the midst of his 17-month tenure at the White House. Was he even there that long? It didn't feel like 17 months. It felt like he was there like three months and they fired him. <sighs> the possibility of a bout for Whelan trade existed back then, said Bolton, 74, and it wasn't made for very good reasons having to deal with Victor Bout. Whelan was sentenced in June 2020 to 16 years in prison. U.S. officials claimed Thursday that the Biden administration tried to secure the release of both Whelan and Griner, but Moscow refused to budge, insisting on a one-for-one -one swap of Griner for Bout. Obviously, there's a lot of very understandable human emotion here in getting Griner released. And thank you, White House. I had criticized them hard. 
Uh, Dennis Rodman wanted to go to Russia and try to free Brittany Griner, and I was all for it. And the State Department told him no. And my my thought was, like, if fucking Dennis Rodman can go do it, like, apparently Rodman is the, like, uh, totalitarian leader whisperer. He's got some kind of fucking weird thing going on with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I just, like, let him do it unless the State Department uh, was close to a deal. So apparently they were, but also the reports were like it was in the last two weeks that these talks really heated up. So who knows what to believe here? This is not a deal. This is not a swap. This is a surrender, Bolton added. And terrorists and rogue states all around the world will take note of this. And it endangers other Americans in the future who can be grabbed and used as bargaining chips by people who don't have the same morals and scruples that we do. What fucking mor- John Bolton talking about the United States having scruples and morals? Come the fuck on. Come on, man. Seriously? God damn. Now you must purge the channel of heretics. Be honest with you, Lord. I'm trying to get through this really fast so I can go like, uh, uh, Curious or made some chicken casserole. I'm going to have chicken casserole. He was making chicken casserole when I woke up originally and I didn't think I'd go back to sleep. But I went back to sleep and we woke up frantically five minutes before the stream was supposed to start. I'm fucking Business Insider India. I don't know how I got on the India version of this, but okay. <laughs> Arizona Democratic Party official says voters feel that Senator Kirsten Sinema has totally turned her back on the people who got her into office. An Arizona Democratic Party official said that voters in the state feel like Senator Kirsten Sinema has turned her back on the people who voted for her after she announced that she would no longer serve as a member of the Democratic Party. I don't know, guys. I don't know what kind of casserole it is. If I had to guess, it's stuffing and like cream of chicken. Big chunks of chicken in it. That kind of casserole. Maybe some cheese. (laughs) Oh, shit. I don't think it... If I had to guess... What kind of chicken casserole she made? It has stuffing. Cheese and chicken. You might have used cream of mushroom and not uh not cream of chicken. Purge the heretics, Lord Locke. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do the news. So, Michael Slagaki. Michael Slagaki, the vice chair of the Arizona Democratic Party, said Cinema has no constituency group in Arizona anymore after her announcement on NBC's Meet the Press on Friday. They feel like she's totally turned her back on the people that got her into office. 
In a series of tweets, Cinema said that she was joining the growing number of Arizonans who reject party politics. Slagaki acknowledged on Meet the Press that independents make up one-third of the electorate in Arizona, but he said Cinema is still very unpopular among independents. She does not have a good favorability rating among anybody. I thought I had a clip of cinema here. Hold on. I might I might do. I might do have a clip of cinema. See, I was supposed to get up and uh, continue putting my show together. That didn't happen. Did, did I bookmark it on Twitter? Here we go. This is cinema following up on her decision to leave the Democrats. This is her with Jake Tapper. You're up for re-election in 2024. Uh, this move means, I suppose, that you're not going to be running in the Democratic primary for the Senate seat. Well, I, again, I know this will probably be disappointing to folks, but I'm actually not even thinking about electoral politics or talking about that at all right now. But doesn't this increase the likelihood that your run for re-election will be tougher because you will not only have a Republican opponent, you may even have a Democratic opponent? You know, I don't make decisions based on what the easy road or the tough road is. I have always tried to make decisions based on what I think is right. And Oh, no, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. You can't tell me that there wasn't an, an, an incredible amount of strategy that went into this decision for you to announce specifically on the day that you announced. Very important. That we have a, what, a week after the election and here or, i mean not a week a month after the election about reducing the partisanship and two days after the special election solving the challenges that we face in america the challenges we face are great they're significant we cannot solve them by using partisan attacks we cannot solve them through a partisan lens and i want to be a part of having that discussion and showing that there is a different way. Would you ever run for president? No. Never. I don't want to be president. I can believe that. I think she's got something lined up. Some sort of lobbying job or something that she doesn't care about re-election. I don't know. It's hard it's hard to say right now. But apparently Fox News is thinking the left is melting down. But, is that Tommy Laren? Is that Tommy Laren? It's shocking to me. Is that Tommy Laren? They they let her on TV again? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just like... Haven't seen you in a while. Okay. What was I saying? How was I introing this? Let me look at my notes. Oh, Fox News says the left... Is melting down over Kirsten. Sin Tommy, I I used to play with her, uh, call her Tammy Tammy uh, Long Long Garden or some shit. I don't fucking know. Pendant Senator Kirsten Cinema is taking heat for leaving the Democrat Party, but those attacks are nothing new. Remember when activists followed her into the bathroom to yell at her? We need solutions to build that better plan. 
It appears that she is going to still caucus with the Democrats. She says she wants to keep her committee position. If you don't support what you promised us. I'm a survivor of human trafficking, and it's because of the lack of worker protections that we don't. I don't think it would make sense to caucus with the Republicans. And liberals went off when they heard cinema ditch the Democrats. AOC tweeting, people deserve more. A GQ writer with, she would be so much happier running a burlesque-themed knitting store. <laughs> and former MSNBC host Keith Oberman writing, you are ethically unfit to continue serving as a United States Senator. Oberhouse gets ants. women supporting women. And Keith <laughs> ants suck. Detested in my book. But I want to go to you on this one, Jason, because you not your liberal aunt though with her yep. now this was interesting to me that she chose to change to an independent but a lot of folks on both sides of the aisle are saying she did this to escape what would be a difficult democrat primary challenger and she kind of did this as a cop-out do you think this was a politically sound strategy for a senator coming from a purple state like arizona is this going to work out for her? Well, look, I did serve with her in the House of Representatives. I've Rhinos. with her wonderfully. I think she truly is independent-minded. and I think I don't, I've, I'm, well, I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently. But I think more than ever, this seat now will go to Republicans in two years. I was I was explaining to Curiouser how much I really enjoyed C-SPAN call-ins. Because, like, there, there was intelligent conversation being had on C-SPAN. But also, you got the kooky people calling in, uh, talking about absolute nonsense. And then you got trolls as well, saying like, you know, I wipe my ass with a sock. So it was just, it's like all my people. It was wonky policy discussion. It was, it was trolls saying shit about wiping their asses with socks. And then it was like conspiracy nuts and dumb fucks saying really stupid shit. <laughs> I should get up every morning and do C-SPAN Washington Journal call. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to be honest with you. When we had Goldie on, I was really wishing I'd made coffee. I hadn't made, because I didn't have time to make coffee. I wanted a cup of coffee. I was just waking up. I did not have, I had not had a, a cup of coffee. Because Democrats can't resist it. They're, they lurch so far to the left. There's almost unrecognizable to the general public. They feel the candidate is a Democrat. She runs as an independent. And guess what? That splits the vote and a Republican can then go in and win that majority. I don't think she can be reelected as an independent with a Democrat on the ballot in Arizona. I don't think that would happen. And Harris, you spent some time I agree with him on that one. in a much different political time in 2016, speaking to her and talking to her about what she plans to do. Did you get the sense from her that she was a solid Democrat or was she more independent? You know, liberals right now are saying she's a Republican. She acts like a Republican. They've completely wow. written her off. <laughs> they, they don't like her because they couldn't control her. Right. And they don't have a lot of love for Manchin, either of West Virginia, who's also independent minded. Yeah. Well, it's not about like controlling them is that they like you know so it's getting the democratic agenda this dance move this is specific to her and yes back in late 2015 early 2016 538 uh group looked at her and said she voted in line with what would be trump policies north of 50 percent close to 60 percent of the time 
So this is something that she's been doing all along, being independent on certain issues. It works in Arizona for this reason. Yeah. Arizona has a lot of Californians that have moved in now. All those U-Haul trucks right. that California can't get back. And because <laughs> of that, right? And because of that, she is going to have to be different. She what does that even mean? At the border, she did some. So, but she did more than, I mean, Mark Kelly, the, the Democrat who ran for Senate, had to be dragged down there. I mean, right. yeah. the, the polls had to show that it was time. So she does have the ability to run that way. I, I agree with Jason. I think the seat goes to a Republican if it's up against her. I don't think the Democrats are going to pour money behind her. I don't think so either. But I think that this is a strong move to say, I'm not ride or die Democrat. Do you yeah. know, I know that you are a view watcher. I know that you watch it. I know <laughs> right. that you watch it weekdays. Every day. So you're familiar with this clip. But just in case those of you out there don't watch The View, let's take the view. I want to get view watcher Giano's uh, take on the other side. <laughs> This party has nothing. They have nothing. No platform, nothing. The, 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 all they do is hang out with Nazis and uh, white supremacists. The other party actually is doing something for people like us. Mm -hmm. They're working families, for gay yeah. people, for voting rights. And then she's like, what should I do? What's bizarre is that, you know, Democrats voted for a Democrat. And, and they didn't vote for an independent. So for her to now say, this is always who I've been, well, she should have said that from the beginning. I don't think just changing her. That's time. a good point, Mox. They may, they may support her. But the Arizona Democratic Party had already been talking about primary. I'm not a watcher, so. but I do see clips here You've and there. You've been on it. You've been you on know, it. I have been on The View. I love the ladies. You know, Joy and I are besties. I'm seeing her later. Just kidding. I'm but, hallucinating you know, right now. Yeah. <laughs> women supporting women, but right. now they're saying, Kirsten Cinema. you know, it's okay if we follow you into the bathroom. It's okay if we intimidate you. Keith Olbermann saying that you are politically unfit, right. morally right. unfit. They turn on her on a dime. Is this the Democrat? I don't think anybody turned on her. I think everybody was uh, pretty well, pissed at her for years. And mm. hats off to them because they'll run off an elected official that they actually need in their party. They'll run off Democratic voters. And if Republicans were serious about winning, they should hire progressive activists that are going to go harass Democrats because they're not woke enough. This is where we've come to in America. And it's such a shame that folks cannot uh, give their viewpoint, have some independence from their party. I'm a conservative. But if conservatives do something that I don't like or moves away from that particular ideology, I may not support them or I'll call them out. That's where we should be as a country. But they want somebody that's going to be married to the Democratic Party and do whatever Joe Biden says. And that's the wrong move. I appreciate her leaving. I mean, they, they passed the bill to protect she's marriage. Said she's not committed to voting for Joe. So it was interracial. Gay and Democratic Party marriage. Love to see it. Hey, Sean Hannity here. That's what was protected. Fuck you, Sean Hannity. Oh shit. I I fuck Bongino. We're not doing Bongino. No, I gotta find out if I was right. We're not gonna watch the whole thing. Bongino says things are gonna get ugly fast. What What does he mean? He means this is an ad for buying gold. Calling it right now. It's an ad for buying gold. And if they can't distract people with Donald Trump raids, tyranny, and threats of violence to the other side, they're going to have to answer questions about this stuff. What, what stuff? stuff? Take a look at this Fox article. <laughs> U.S. companies added just 132,000 uh, jobs in August as hiring slows. This is ADP's job report, which is very accurate. Folks, they expected 288,000 jobs. You're hearing now scattered uh, reports, but reports nonetheless of companies... I wonder why you went back to August, Bongino. 
starting to lay off massive numbers of people. Folks, there's a reason for this, and this is the reason I warned you about all this stuff. This is not me trying to scare you. It's me looking at the numbers and drawing reasonable conclusions from numbers me and you can both see. It's not, none of this is private. It explains why the White House is melting down right now. Is the White House melting down? Our economy flows from the productivity number. Productivity is what we produce. If we produce 100 chairs and chairs were the measure of productivity, say the productivity number is 100. That's great. If there's 50 residents on the island, everybody can buy two chairs if they needed to. If productivity slows down and we only make 80 chairs and the productivity number is 80, then that's less chairs. And ladies and gentlemen, we measure our wealth by stuff. We don't measure our wealth by how we feel. I'm talking about material wealth. I'm not talking about values and faith and religion. Those are important things. I'm simply making an economic statement. Your material wealth is measured by materials and access to them. So when productivity goes down because work... No sassy, stick around. I've got puppies. Then you're going to get a slowdown in the economy. It wasn't an ad for gold, apparently. You see why? You think the Biden administration... You think I have some... This is Forbes. you You can search engine it right now. He's scary looking. Yeah, I'm gonna skip all the all the all the cop shit tonight. We're gonna do the we're gonna do the nephew calling out his his aunt. And I'm gonna go eat chicken uh, casserole after we do uh after we do puppies, I got puppies. So the house passed respect for marriage act. I think is what it was called. And as they were passing it, a Republican representative proceeded to cry on the floor of the house. So we're going to go to I believe it's Ali Velshi had on the gay nephew of the representative who cried on the House floor. The landmark Respect for Marriage Act is on its way to President Biden's desk after the House advanced the bill. 39 Republicans joined all Democrats in supporting the measure, which provides federal protections for same-sex and interracial marriages, marriages whose security is now under threat from the Supreme Court. In his opinion, ending a woman's right to choose, Justice Clarence Thomas said that the right to same-sex marriage and even same-sex relationships should be revisited. That's well out of step with most of uh, uh, what Americans think on the precipice of 2023. Wisconsin Senator Tammy Baldwin, who is the first openly gay member of the United States Senate, who introduced the bill in the upper chamber, attributed its bipartisan support to the visibility of the LGBTQ community. I think about um, as someone who's been long a part of the LGBTQ community about how progress is made and so much of it has to do with visibility and people knowing yes cinema is very visible um, which replaces myth and stereotype if you will okay so hold that thought for a second so many people knowing us knowing us and knowing us are knowing our families and that replaces myth and stereotype okay hold that for a second yesterday 169 republicans 
like 36 of their Republican colleagues in the Senate, voted against those families, including the Republican Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler of Missouri, who made headlines for crying on the House floor. But she doesn't have an excuse of not knowing these families or the LGBTQ community because a gay person is part of her own close family. Here's her nephew, Andrew, in a video that went viral today. Today, a United States Congresswoman, my Aunt Vicky, started crying because gay people like me can get married. I hope and pray that my colleagues will find the courage to join me in opposing this misguided and this dangerous bill. I yield back. So despite wow. my aunt this past February, I guess she's still just as much as a homophobe. Let's be clear. Obergefell is not in danger, but people and institutions of faith are. Aunt Vicky, that's not right. Institutions of faith like religious universities are not being silenced. They're being empowered by the U.S. government to discriminate against tens of thousands of LGBTQ students because of religious exemptions, but they still receive federal funding. The bill's implications submit to our ideology or be silenced. It's more like you want the power to force your religious beliefs onto everyone else. And because you don't have that power, you feel like you're being silenced. But you're not. You're just gonna have to learn to coexist with all of us. And I'm sure it's not that hard. Certainly Damn. Look that hard. Andrew Hartzler is the nephew of the Republican Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler. Andrew, good to see you. Thank you for uh, for posting that video. Good on you, Andrew. I mean, you, you you had a big smile on your face, and you made a really good argument about it. It's not going to be that hard for us all to live together. But how how does that make you feel that that was your aunt? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I wish I could say that I was surprised when I saw my aunt's display on the House floor yesterday, but. I wasn't. She actually has a long history of targeted attacks towards the queer community. And from her speech, what really stood out to me was her mere disregard for the power of her words. I think like so often leaders or people like in positions of leadership, they neglect to realize how much power their words truly have and that those words have consequences. So unfortunately for my aunt Vicky, she belongs to this class of politicians that have twisted and weaponized their own faith and used it to target the queer community by framing them as a threat to their religion. And this has real life consequences where these words, there are extremists in our society and people who take things to the extreme, which would result in what we saw in Colorado or real life instances of violence. Um, I also thought it was super interesting that she only invoked religious freedom when it was used to take away the freedom of someone outside of her religion. When that's, that's not what my definition of freedom of religion is. Um, and it would have made sense to me if she was crying as a result of someone having violence enacted on them but gay marriage is no reason to cry. Gay marriage is no reason to cry. You, you actually come from a religious <laughs> background. You actually had a religious... That's a t-shirt slogan right there. Uh, gay marriage is no reason to cry. You come from a religious family, but your parents were, were supportive of who you are. So you've got some, some schisms in your family. 
Yeah, um, I come from a deeply conservative background. My my parents, I wouldn't say they were very supportive of who I was. Um, they, um, when I came out at the age of 14, I was sent to conversion therapy. And then I like saw a conversion therapist off and on until the end of high school. And then I went to Oral Roberts University where my parents thought that I would be safe from many gay people. But actually there was a lot of kids and students that were just like me. Um, but what's actually really interesting is there are hundreds of thousands of LGBTQ students at these religious universities across the nation. And these students are legally able to be discriminated against. So they are being denied admission, denied readmission, being expelled, being forced to go into conversion-like therapy. Um, and they are having a form of violence enacted on them. So after I graduated from Oral Roberts University, I partnered with REAP, the Religious Exemption Accountability Project, and together with 40 other plaintiffs from religious institutions across the country, we are advocating for all students at all universities to receive equal protections. And um, because when I was a junior at Oral Roberts University, I was reported to the academic dean's office and for um, homosexual activity, as they call it. And ultimately, I was forced into more conversion therapy-like wow. programs. Yeah. Um, and I'm then, sorry, the kitten is right fucking with my like, foot. It hurts. Before COVID happened, and then COVID happened, and I like kept my head low. Graduated, and then I got involved with REAP. But what's really important to say is we went to school to get an education, uh -huh. not to have our sexuality or gender identity conform to that of the university's preference. And we have to stop funding discrimination. Good on him. Good on him for calling out his aunt. All right, one more and then we're gonna be outy. I'll play your dog video. We got to get another bigot getting called out. This time it was on CNN. Last week we did the story of a Christian concern. God damn the, the kitten is biting and, and clawing my foot right now. She's a wild one. Ow! Ow! Kitten, go play somewhere else. Go, go. She's on my arm. She's wrapped around my foot right now, biting, clawing. Apparently, you gotta go to the vet later this morning. I gotta have you vet ready at 6.45, apparently. Ma'am, ready for a vet visit? Alright, last week we did the story of a conservative Christian group in Virginia that had dinner reservations. Dinner reservations. And uh, when the restaurant really found out who they were, they decided to cancel their reservation and discriminate against them because they're a hate group. 
the woman who runs the group went on with CNN and apparently uh, got confronted with her bullshit. ...being, quote, free to live out their faith in the public square and in the marketplace, to enhance the value of human life through increased restrictions on elective abortion and greater information for support for mothers who find themselves wrestling with an unexpected pregnancy, that marriage is a lifelong union between one man and one woman, I believe these are the principles of the group. ...for civil society and that each person's gender beautifully expresses either male or female as God created them and fighting the false ideology of transgenderism in our schools and workplace. Joining me now is the president of the Family Foundation of Virginia, Victoria Cobb, who wrote this blog post describing the incident. What up, bigot? We've been canceled again. So, Victoria, thank you for being here. I don't think that you should have been denied service in Virginia at the restaurant. Similarly, I don't think that the baker or the web designer should deny service to a gay couple. And I want to know if you are similarly consistent. Yeah, I don't think you have the analogy quite square. So the real apt analogy would be, let's take the baker, for example. If the baker had a sign on the door and he said, I can't have an LGBTQ person in here, that would make it me uncomfortable. That would make my team unsafe. That would be an apt analogy to our restaurant situation. Instead, what we have is people who have said, our, our, we have a situation where people have said, these people make us feel bad, and therefore our team, our staff doesn't want to be around them. How hypocritical is it? That well, the first thing I want to say is you as a Christian, ma'am, what does it say about you and your following of Christ that you make people feel bad, first of all? What would Jesus say about that, ma'am? Spoke a statement in all sorts of words like inclusivity and welcoming in order to defend our decision to deny food service to other people who hold different political or religious views. But I think what you're saying is that, you correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're saying that there's speech inherent in the baker or in the web designer, and you're now going to compel that person's speech. Let me stop there. Do I have it right so far? Yeah, Jack does birthday cakes for anyone. He does not do same-sex marriage wedding cakes. It's a specific okay. product that he thinks is his speech, his creativity. Our courts have said, look, he's an artist. That's creative speech, and we're not going to make him do a certain type okay, of speech. Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that as a yes. That so far I get your argument. All right. So you're you're for the baker being able to say I'm not baking the cake for the gay couple. But in this instance, it's now a Virginia restaurateur, apparently highly touted. You're there for dessert, and she says I'm not serving dessert to this group because I don't agree with what they represent. It's completely analogous, and I'm all for service. Like if you're a cake baker bake the blank and cake and a web designer make the design and if you're a restaurant then welcome in you know the christian group from virginia i think you got to be one way or the other she didn't say i can't use my artistic talent to help them i don't want to be a part of this she said my wait staff is uncomfortable she said they feel unsafe remember we used to word use words like unsafe yeah, I think that I think that's more uh, justified. Going to get a restraining order. She said, "My people don't feel comfortable with these people in our restaurant." That's not okay. I get it. I I, to I totally get it. I'm just saying that if 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 she in the desserts 
that she was going to make for you was expressing speech. It's the same as the cake baker. Let me, let me back up to the case of was. the web designer. <laughs> I know. I know, I know you followed the arguments as I did this past Monday uh, in the Supreme Court on this same issue. I mean, it's, it's incredible, the timing of all of this. So Justice Sotomayor said, hey, if, if we allow the web designer, the web designer to, to not have to design that web for the same-sex couple, for the first time in our history, we're going to be saying it's okay to discriminate, right, based on gender identity, based on race, based on religion. You know it's a slippery slope argument. I mean, would you similarly... I agree, Jamie. ...that a web designer doesn't have to make uh, a cape for an interracial marriage because they don't agree with that from their religious point of view? Uh, I, think we're, I think we're stretching the Lori Smith case to be something that it's not. She has a fundamental concern about same-sex marriage. Again, it's not the people. It's I don't want to write speech. I have to literally write content and create beautiful imagery around something that violates my faith. So that's her case before the Supreme Court. We haven't seen a ruling yet, but it sounds like they're going to be favorable from what folks are saying. And it's because we protect speech. It's a bedrock principle in our country. We think that is so important that no one, not even a paying customer, compels someone else to have to say words or write words that they don't agree with. And I think that's the America we want to live in. Right. Uh, well, I want to live in a world where everybody gets served. I, I want to re- live in a world. I want to live in a world where free speech is, is the argument of free speech is respectfully didn't answer me. Not just used to platform the worst goddamn people. Oh my God, it's an interracial marriage. I'm not designing a website. The, cake, the baker could say, I'm not going to bake a cake for them. It's got to be one way or the other. I want everybody to get served, but I'll give you the final word. Go ahead. Americans want to know that we live in a place that protects freedom and that protects their religious views, but not a place where waitstaff can say, I am bigoted, I am intolerant of other people who just simply believe differently. So I want you tried not being bigoted. Thank you, Victoria. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me. Let's see what you. So that was the bigot. Oh god damn, let me give you some puppies. I had I had some pretty brutal stories that we were gonna cover. We'll do those tomorrow. It's 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 puppy time right now. Puppies playing with a ball. Puppy time. You should have a smirch store. Oh my God, Mox. Was it Michael Schmier Cornish? Schmier Cornish? Are these the same puppies? Beautiful. You like playing with the balloon? I don't know. I feel like these are puppies in a different country. <laughs> Your chihuahua would bark at him for having fun. Oh. Oh, look how well behaved they are. Hey, dude, you can eat. Everybody else was eating. <laughs> He's, he was just looking pretty. 
Man, they jump high. I I feel like this is on an island somewhere, and I'm getting a, a another look at the scenery. Woof. All dogs are some of the smartest dogs in the world. No, that's not true. I've seen some dumb dogs. I got some dumb cats. <laughs> Socks. Socks is incredibly intelligent, except for the fact that, like, all of his intelligence goes to, uh, like, telling me when to feed him. All of his intelligence is about food. Well, it's been a fun show. I'm gonna... I'm going to like have coffee and wake up. I didn't do that earlier. You're watching on Twitch. Uh, you're going to head over to Echoplex Media. Dave, going to take real good care of you. I'll be here tomorrow night. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. Justin Freakin', we'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.